I'm Ben, as always I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike is here this week. Yeah. He's not dead. We did really kill him and put him in the bath. Nah, not yet anyway. Who would work the computer? Oh, yeah, I had to do it, it was the right bitch. <laughs> there we go, I'm useful for something. Yeah, that mouse is fucking awful. Yeah, he was blaming your mouse, something chronic. Well, you know what they say, bad workman always blames his tools. Well, yeah. there's only one tool in here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, today we're going to be talking about the Rajneshis. Now, this is uh, something that is completely unknown to me. I think all of us, to be fair. Yeah. Until yeah. Mike watched Wild Wild Country on Netflix and said, have you guys seen this? It's absolutely crazy. And um, This is going to be a two-parter. So this week we're going to set the scene and we're going to get up to a certain point in the tale. And then next week, the craziness fully begins, really. I mean, it's... Mm. Yep. It's it's a it's a long story. This is in the eighties in Oregon in America, and I had never heard of it at all. Mm. And considering we're children of the eighties, yeah. you thought that we might have. It's basically about a cult trying to take over the state of Oregon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty much, and they nearly do it. So it'll be interesting to it go will. through. Right. Um, but first, we'll do some top cities. Who's been listening this week? One is Sweden, I don't know how to say that. Nasjo, maybe? New York City, nice. Islington, nothing much of a comparison. Mm. Eugene, Oregon, Graz in Austria, Mexico, Mexico City, Portugal, Capariccia, lots of lots of American listeners. Kill Devil Hills, love that one. Dudley, <laughs> United Kingdom, uh, Black Country represent. <laughs> Torquay. And for our international listeners, Google Black Country UK. It wasn't a thing. It's not a racial slur. No. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham, United Kingdom, Moscow. Mm. Wow. Springfield, Oregon, Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Guadalajara, Spain, Little Rock. AR is Arkansas. Arkansas. Benton, Arkansas. And Flint, Michigan, back top. Thank you, Flint, Michigan. I say um, we're good among the lead poisoned. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, let's do some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Uh, this one was found for me yesterday, and it was horrifying. FBI finds bodies sewn together like Frankenstein in human chop shop. Wow. The now shuttered Biological Resource Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Buckets of body parts, a cooler filled with male genitalia, and a woman's head sewn onto a male torso like Frankenstein were found by FBI agents during a raid on an Arizona body donation center, a new lawsuit reveals. Transgender Frankenstein. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what, does well, Frankenstein have a gender? It's a modern world. It, I don't think Frankenstein had a gender. He was made up of like seven or eight bodies. I don't know if there was a particular... Mm. Did we ever see his cock? We did not. 
Not that I wanted to. <laughs> I don't know whether he got the hassle of putting him one on, in all fairness. I've seen the movie Frankenstein's Cock. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, it's, it's about this guy who can't get it up, who yeah. um, like constructs a penis out of... I'm making it up. <laughs> Technically, it's Frankenstein's monster. It is, yeah. It's Frankenstein's monster yeah. cock. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think that the good doctor would have gone to all the hassle of sewing him a dick on. just seems like an extra bit of stitching. Well, if you wanted him to be accepted by society, then he would have given him some kind what, of recognisable genitalia. Was that the point of the monster, though? To fuck. To be accepted by society? I don't know, I've never read it. No, I've, seen, I've seen the Robert De Niro movie. I've seen Van Helsing, it's easy in that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the, the Munsters. Oh, yeah, the Munsters, yeah. Herman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Munster, he's definitely got a cut. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a dad. Yeah, okay. So if he's got one. Could have been a sperm donor, you don't know. That's, same... why there's, that's why there's a vampire and a werewolf as children. Uh, but he's the same species as Frankenstein, isn't he? I guess so. He's got the neck vault. Yeah. He's a Frankenstein, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's got Frankenstein's monster DNA. So but his kids are aware of We can vampire. extrapolate from the fact that, yeah, but he's still got them and she looks satisfied, doesn't she, as Mrs.? Well, yeah, I suppose so. So if we can extrapolate from the fact that Herman Munster's definitely got a penis, then we could maybe propose, suppose, <laughs> that Frankenstein's monster also had a penis. I think you're assuming his gender, and I think it's wrong. <laughs> What's he going to do about it? Chase me half naked for the streets? Yeah, that's it. With his arms are That's exactly what happened. And I'll be like, look, everyone, he hasn't got a dick. <laughs> and she he's green. Got a dick. Burn it with fire. What if I said she hasn't got a dick? Everyone would be like, so? Yeah, yeah. I'm usually just using the appropriate pronoun. <laughs> Don't ruin my fantasy with appropriate pronoun. <laughs> Anyway, back to the horrific. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. what were you going to say? I was going to say it's always been a male, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like monsters mm. portrayed as that by actors and things. So, oh, well, it's just the patriarchy, Mike. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so details of the grim find were revealed in a lawsuit filed against the centre this week by 33 plaintiffs whose loved ones' bodies were donated to the facility under the guise they would be used for scientific purposes. And I suppose you could argue they were. Oh, man. Still horrific, though. Cooler field of male genitalia gets me. It's like Jeffy Dahmer. So this is like some rogue scientist who he should have been doing normal experiments, like useful scientific work that they do with cadavers. But instead of doing that, he was just having a laugh. Like, well, let's let's read what the the other is. Various unsettling scenes awaited cops, including a bucket of heads, arms, and legs. The cooler filled with cocks. Um, <laughs> agents also found infected heads. A small woman's head sewn onto a large male torso and hanging on the wall like Frankenstein. That sounds pretty funny, to be honest. Imagine some massive oh, bodybuilder. Would you look teeny ladies? Yeah. Would you want to find that though? No, I don't want to find it. That's why I'm not an FBI agent. <laughs> and also body parts stacked on top of one another with no identification tags. It's just they sold them to various middlemen for profit. I suppose you can do that, can you? People give away their old, their bodies and we go, okay, maybe we've got a heart. Maybe. So it's the middleman, isn't it? It's never a good thing to be a middleman, is it? Actually, in my, oh, what's it, Gambon in Layer Cakes says the art of good business is being a good middleman. Oh, well, he's a fictional character. Yeah, this is what real middlemen do. They buy <laughs> fucking bodies on the black market. I'm still confused. Can we establish, so this biological resource centre, it's a legit place that has legit reasons to be buying bodies or having bodies donated to it for science reasons. Yes. But this guy decided to just go full 
Fucking, <laughs> what's well now? What's the guy from Silence of the Lambs? Hannibal Buffalo Lester. Bill. Oh, Buffalo Bill. Yeah, this yeah. guy just went full Buffalo Bill and started fucking around with the bodies on his work time. Probably just to take selfies and get a few Instagram likes. <laughs> I've uh, got over it. I hope it wasn't just for that. Yeah, I hope the, you can buy a whole body with no shoulders or head for two thousand nine hundred. It's the whole body then, is it? No shoulders or head. Or a whole spine for nine hundred and fifty. What are you going to do with it? A spine would be a pretty cool thing to have in a glass case on the front of the mantelpiece. Until the preserved. dog gets hold of it. Well preserved <laughs> in a glass case, you know. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Chester, no! <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I get home and there's broken glass of Max's gnawing on a yeah. spinal column. Like, <laughs> it costs 900 <laughs> fucking quid. Oh, well, <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> but no, that's, why would you want a spine with organs? I can understand. Spines? <laughs> like organs, we want organs all the time. Oh, right. Organ transplants, things like that. Yeah, I think it was mm. more for scientific research. I don't think the organs were... No, they're selling the bits. I used to, you know, maybe... I don't know. Maybe. What, was, was he the only employee then or something? Why did nobody clock on to his weird fucking experiments? Maybe he was. It, it doesn't say. It says that this guy's called Gore. <laughs> which, you know, I, if, I, if I'm employing a guy to come work in that kind of place, he's not going to be called <laughs> Gore. Gore. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I don't think this is for you. You're going to enjoy this too much. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's a bit horrific, isn't it? Yeah. It's very horrific. It's not good. I don't like it. The poor, the officers who've, who've had to deal with all this shit and go through it all, they're going to need specialist kind of treatment, aren't they? Just bit, it's like, PTSD. They might not be the same people after this. But, no, because so, they'll come out with extra arms. <laughs> so Gore was... Hang on, did you, did you get to his sentence? Uh, one year of deferred jail time, four years probation was ordered to pay $121,000 in restitution. For cutting up... People's loved ones, dead bodies. I would expect well, you to get way more than a year. I know he didn't kill the people, but still, you, you've got a, a level of duty, haven't you? Well, in 2017, Arizona passed a law that said body donation companies are not allowed to operate without a license, but that's not yet been implemented. So technically, anyone can... he's not really breaking no. the law. It's just the fact oh, that it's a bit disturbing. God. So they're like, you know what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I leaned on the... Buttons. We're so professional. <laughs> so that's that. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So the real losers. Well, look, I'm not judging anybody, but if your if your loved one dies, you might feel like, oh, do you know what? Rather than bury them in the ground or cremate them, I'm going to go down the eco route. I'm going to be a benefit to society. Society. Noble thing to Yeah, the noble. I'm going to yeah. donate my loved one's body to science to then hopefully in future help somebody down the line because of the research done with the body if yep. that's your plan please for the love of god put a little bit of research into where it into goes. the place <laughs> you're donating it to would be my advice you know because this was just some geezer called gore obviously no one was supervising him or like obviously not he was able to get away with this for quite a while and do some pretty horrific things if you found out your loved one's head your beautiful deceased daughter's head was removed from her body and then attached to the body of some giant steadhead bodybuilder just so some guy could go <laughs> <laughs> and hanged it on the wall yeah. like a piece of grotesque modern art yeah you're gonna feel like a bit of a dick aren't you you're gonna think oh i should have really googled it the name of this place <laughs> been here. <laughs> what's the user reviews like you don't need you what you don't need a license to have one of these places hmm I don't know, I think we're just going to bury dear... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
excellent body donation centre. Great staff, wonderful manners. No, no decapitated bodies hanging from the walls. No bucket full of dicks. <laughs> Not now, because I bought them. Another <laughs> satisfied customer. Oh, a bucket of dicks. Why? I just like to go down the park and throw them for people's dogs. So they go back up to their owner with a cock in their mouth. <laughs> It's funny. Amuses me. You were saying you were throwing them at kids. <laughs> no, don't do that. That adds a whole new dark twist onto an already dark tale. Uh, next one. Moving on. Moving on. Seagull rips off man's <laughs> testicles. He's some days naked. <laughs> Fucking seagulls, eh? <laughs> I'll put a crimp in your day. <laughs> I tell you, savage. we are get we are beset oh. by a seagull menace. That Stealing your sausage at the beach. Yeah. <clears throat> ripping off men's testicles. Stopping other people getting in their homes. Kidnapping dogs. Ripping off a testicle. I mean. A rogue seagull ripped off a man's right testicle as he sunbathed naked in his back garden. How does he know it was a rogue seagull? Because he ripped his bollock off! <laughs> what was he called? Han Solo? He's not exactly I mean, friendly, is he? When I say rogue, I'm thinking, you know, he's got a character, isn't he? Well, it's people like, no, rogue is just like, the other, t- the other seagulls were literally looking at him like, oh, fuck, <laughs> he's gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be treated differently from now on. Oh, no. Sorry, mate. Experts say the fearsome bird missed up the man's exposed privates for a couple of bird eggs and dropped in for a tasty snack. The man, who has not been named, donated his patio in his detached home near Ipswich. The seagull swooped from the sky with one bite of its beak ripped away the right testicle. No, my favourite one! Oh, no. Read that bit, mate. His wife called an ambulance and staff at Ipswich's hospital... Accident and emergency department had to patch him up and give him a course of antibiotics How about to the bit? infection. In gripping scenes that could have been written by a copywriter, he woke screaming in agony and saw the bird flying away with one of his crown jewels wedged in its yellow beak. Oh. <laughs> if I was this man now, I would go out and become a vigilante in seagulls. <laughs> exactly. That's... I would kill every seagull I could find. Like, you took something from me and I will find the one that took it. I'll never be the same again. <laughs> this is the first time we have heard of such an attack in the UK and it's probably a one-off event. But just in case this particular seagull has now got a taste for men's eggs, <laughs> we would recommend putting some shorts on while sunbathing. Oh, to be fair, he does deserve it for being bullet naked in his back garden. <laughs> Although he did say it was a detached house, didn't it? I think so. Uh, so I suppose there's no chance of, uh, you know, like your neighbours... If I want to sunbathe naked in my garden, I'll sunbathe naked in my garden. Fuck, the yeah. neighbours have got a choice. Don't look. Well, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. Well. You know, if I don't go naked in my back garden, that would be... Just be un-British. <laughs> this isn't fucking Sweden. Come on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He deserves it. Don't see the problem. <laughs> Lying there with all his glory on display. He was asking for something like this to happen. Yeah, I suppose so. If he was wearing a pair of speedos... If he just put some speedos on, some budgie smugglers... Some novelty Marvel boxer shorts, you know what I mean? He'd been laughing, but now he's just laughing with one ball. (laughs) Did it say the bloke's name? No, no, No. they haven't released his name. But that bloke... (laughs) (laughs) He's only got one ball, (laughs) the other 
is in the mouth of a seagull. <laughs> That's pretty much all there is to that one. Well, don't sunbathe naked. Yeah, lesson to be learned there. All products with seagull deterrence. Yeah. Get a cat. Get a cat. Or a, or a turret, gun turret. Shotgun. <laughs> Shoulder mounted uh, service to air missile launcher. A little yeah. bit excessive. But... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's not excessive at all. <laughs> it was a choice between blasting a seagull and several his mates into small pieces or save one of my nuts well, and launching that missile. If a bunch of kids see you explode the seagull and they're all like, Ugh! and you're just like, they take men's <laughs> testicles. Yeah. <laughs> you should thank me, you yeah. little pricks. <laughs> it's justified completely. Oh, well. Moving on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, you've left this one for me. <laughs> oh god. Pastor accused of sexually assaulting parishioners said he was sucking demons out of them. Oh, <laughs> oh dearie me. You've got to be a certain kind of stupid to believe that, haven't you? Or homosexual. Or from Texas. Uh, sorry, that was a joke. Oh, it's in New Jersey anyway. Reverend Dr. William Weaver, a Presbyterian minister working in Linden, New Jersey, is said to have performed sex acts on the men under the guise of exercising evil spirits. <laughs> the 69-year-old ordered, ordered his victims to place angel coins on their head and balance stones on their hands before he got to work extracting demons through their semen, it said. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> All of them had gone to him for private counselling. The alleged assaults came to light after the men, as well as one woman, how was he going to get her semen out, came forward to report Dr Weaver to the church's governing body. A subsequent investigation by the authorities found credible evidence of multiple acts of idolatry and sexual misconduct. Idolatry? Um, That's an interesting one to get accused of. Mm. The four accusers have now filed a civil lawsuit at Middlesex County Superior Court. In addition to Reverend Weaver, they are suing the Linden Presbyterian Church, where he worked for 39 years, and the wider Presbyterian Church authorities. 39 years? I bet he sucked a lot of demons. Oh, of course. Well, the guy says, I refuse to stay silent any longer. One wrote in a statement, The standards of blowjobs have decreased substantially as he's got... No, I'm joking. Uh, I need to make sure that this never happens to anyone else ever again. Another added how Dr Weaver had lifted my head up and looked into my eyes and said... You don't have to be afraid anymore. I'm your protector now. Oh, <laughs> that's creepy. He had then kissed the man. That's like a line from a bad western. Uh, Audrey Pereira, a representative for the chapter, described Dr. Weaver as a Jekyll and Hyde character, according to American news magazine. <laughs> just, just a bit, eh? He did good on one hand, she said. On the other hand, he did this evil. Wow, now in depth. <laughs> oh man, the pastor himself renounced the presbytery on 25th of January, a day before a church trial was due to start, and moved to a gated retirement community in the nearby town of Lakewood. So he goes, eh, I've had nothing now, see you later. Yeah. Why was it a fucking church trial? Why is it not a trial trial? I mean, he sucked off some men that didn't want to be sucked off, unless they, I mean, it says he extracted the semen, so I mean, did he... You know, it says suck. Yeah. He got all it the must way have completed. He completed the deal. Well, yeah. you know, did he spit or did he swallow? <laughs> Surely these people could have done something about it in the, you know, in the time it took. 
Well, I think he must have swallowed the demons, or... Would you swallow that demon seed? Or spat, <laughs> he did. <laughs> spat the demon seed into some holy water. That's a, that's a possibility, because you, you don't want them demons getting in you, do you? No. Uh, he's he's not there already in him. Yeah, but he doesn't really believe in this shit, though, because he's sucking off his parishioners. If he really, truly believed in what he preached, then he, he wouldn't be doing this, would he? That's, I suppose that's a valid point. You know? So fuck yeah. the guy. Nobody's like that. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 glass the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to that retirement home and just drag him out and burn him at the stake. Uh, well, Maybe. hopefully, he'll just... He'll reach down for a newspaper and have a brain aneurysm just like on a Tuesday morning and he'll be dead and Maybe crying. a seagull will nick his balls. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Well, I think that concludes that filthy story. <laughs> I think like, it was quite hard to make that one funny because it was about, you know, yeah. sexual assault. Yeah. It was yeah, just like, the, the whole... <laughs> suck it's Ben. Oh, thanks, Ben. <laughs> yeah. You just set him up for me and I'll knock him out of the park. Well, I just thought it was, while the, while the act itself is obviously... Bruce sucked off some men, you say? <laughs> I just had the, the sucking the demons out of them part. I, just... I bet you do. <laughs> I just thought to myself, who's falling for that? Well... <laughs> obviously four people did. Yeah. We're not making for the victims. No, absolutely not. The, the, the crazy reverend. All right, though. Shoe on the other foot, though. If it was a hot female... Priest. Well, because it wouldn't be sexual harassment then, would it? She said, I'm going to suck the demons out of you, boy. <laughs> then they wouldn't oh be telling them then. Suck them! Take the demons! I'm a believer! <laughs> I'm evil! Then they wouldn't be complaining right there, would they? No, I guess. Well, well. But still, you've got to kind of wonder, how come you stood there for that long? Exactly. Oh, no, we can't get into it. We can't touch this. No. <laughs> no, we got Don't touch me, priest! <laughs> oh, I think that's it then. That's it for weird news. Look at the seagulls. Basically. Yeah, put some fucking pants on if you're gonna sunbathe. No, just look at the seagulls. I don't want to fucking go out to take the bins out of something and see your fucking horrible little cock. Not yours, I'm talking to the internet. <laughs> anyway. Mm. So let's talk about the Virgin Ashes. As you say, this is. Watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix as well. Mm, yeah, it's brilliant. Just for a more visual way of how crazy this gets. It's very in-depth. I will say, I think it could have been three one-hour episodes. They could have maybe cut some of the chaff, but it's fucking in-depth. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's a well, bloody well-made series, to be fair. Absolutely. So, it doesn't look at it from one perspective. It looks yeah. at it from both perspectives. Yeah, like. that's why there's so much to it. Yeah. Excellent, very well made, and I'm not talking into a microphone, that's why it sounds weird. I couldn't work out, you see me looking around, <laughs> thinking, why do I sound weird in the headphones? Because I wasn't even talking into a microphone. Wow, how long are we doing this now? <laughs> <laughs> see, if you had a beer. Uh, my, my microphone was actually on the floor. <laughs> that's where I'll be later, don't worry about it. This probably sounds like shit, but... It's the quality you listen to us for, not the technical proficiency. <laughs> I'll take you through the top two in the in the organisation. The Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh was born 11th of December 1931, latterly known as Osho. He was an Indian spiritual guru, philosopher and leader of the Rajneshi movement, also known as the Sex Guru. Mm. Mm. Not a bad title. Not a bad title at all, I've been called that before in my time. <laughs> <laughs> During his lifetime. When? <laughs> by who? Just, just then by me. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, 
During his lifetime, he was viewed as a controversial religious leader and mystic. Right. So we'll get onto their beliefs in a second, and I'll just take you through his number two at the compound, which her name is Ma Anad Sheila. Now, she was introduced to him as a child by her father, mm. and didn't he kind of pay for it at a school in America as well, didn't he? Was the impression I had. She's Indian, uh, as is Bhagwan, and she's the personal secretary from 1981 through 1985. She managed the Rajneesh Puram Ashram in Wasco County, Oregon, United States. I'll tell you a little bit of background, a little bit of a teaser for next week. In 1986, she pleaded guilty to attempted murder and assault for her role in the 1984 Rajneshi bioterror attack. There's a hint for next week. Yeah. She was sentenced to 20 years in federal prison, but paroled after 39 months. She now lives in Switzerland, where she married and purchased two nursing homes. And an interesting footnote, she's probably bumped off at least two husbands. Is that allegedly? Or? David Berry Knapp, uh, a.k.a. the Shvami Krishna Diva, uh, that's a, they, they had names when they joined the, the, the movement, mm -hmm. uh, he's the former mayor of Rajneesh Puram. He told the FBI in his testimony that Sheila told him during a trip to India, which they took in 1985, that she'd injected her first husband with an injection that caused his death. After prison, Sheila married Urs Bernsteel, a Swiss citizen who reportedly died after a short marriage. So, <laughs> you can put two and two together on that. No, she could be incredibly unlucky. Well, I just bumped one off. Yeah, well, According um, to a sperm lover. And one could have died. that. He could be lying. He could be. She is well, quite... pretty past it, let's yeah. put it that way. As we'll find as we delve deeper into this. Mm. She is quite the character, yeah. to say the least. I don't think we may not do her justice on how much of a character she is. No, she's probably more interesting than the actual Bog one. I would argue that she is, yeah, because you never really hear a great deal of his teachings in that in that documentary. He just kind of sits around with his hands clasped together, yeah. looking benevolent. Character is a very polite way of putting it. <laughs> she's a fucking evil cunt. I like her. She, I know you do, because you're weird. <laughs> she is an evil, I... horrific. Fascist. She's not a fascist. She's, she's a fascist. Little... She's a total like emotional fascist. She's an emotional vandal. She did she's... run it like a fascist organisation. Yeah, she? she's a liar. It was all about the peace and love, man. Oh, she's a fucking twisted, lying, she power hungry. But for everyone else to live with their peace and love, she had to get her hands dirty. No, no, she's she taking it for the team. No, she didn't. She didn't have to. She's oh. taking it for the team. No, I see. See what's happened here is, you know, when we did the Princess Diana episode. Yeah. And I became, and so did Mike, uh, a little bit enamoured with Princess Diana after watching hours and hours of her in a short space of time. That's what you've done. With you've watched, you've binge watched six hours of what's it? What was it even called? Wild Wild uh, Country. Wild Wild Country, and because she was, I would say. I'm not going to say pretty or fit or attractive or beautiful. She just wasn't fuck ugly. <laughs> because she wasn't fuck ugly, you're attracted to her. No. Because she was female and not fuck ugly. No, not right? at all. And you've got six hours of it. And a bit of a fascist and incredibly bossy. Right? Not at all. So you I'm looking at it from that no, point so of view. We, like, we look up to Princess Dana. Yeah. You know, it's just, Beacon of sort of like love and compassion yeah. and such a wonderful person. He picks a fascist <laughs> cult fucking well, I'd say leader. Murderer. Was a leader. Murderer. You know, 
first of all, you're throwing the word fascist <laughs> around. You're throwing the word fascist around while they're loosely coming from a man who sat there and watched Nazi propaganda films in his spare time. For research. For research. Oh, for research. Yeah. Where's the book, Mike? <laughs> you turned the pod. Yeah, that's it. It's for the pod. It's for the pod. Yeah. The one was. The others weren't. That's how it started. Got it out of his system now. What was it? It was that Chinese dude, Sun Tzu. Know no. your enemy. Oh yeah. yeah. The art of war. Yeah. But she, did you see the clips of it? Obviously you did, because it was in the documentary, but clips of it when she was on that talk show. What a horrible, fucking, arrogant, horrific, agonised... Because she knows. They're all on there to attack her anyway, so she's just going on the offensive. The best form of defence is a good offence. I love listening to you defend like the worst human. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that she's perfectly nice, but I'm... I'm to a point... You just told me she killed two fucking husbands. (laughs) They didn't even mention that in the documentary. (laughs) To a point, I understand where she was coming from with the attitude. Right. I think he's blowing this out of proportion. But now she's an old lady and she looks like fucking E.T. Would you shag her now? I wouldn't have shagged her back in the day, so I'm going to shag her now. Yeah, you would. No, he's trying to play it yeah, down yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He said he would. Yeah. Oh, that's off my proving. Two evidences? No. To, witnesses? Would... Yeah. You're witnesses. You two are liable. You're a pair of stoners. So? <laughs> I just go into that courtroom and say they're stoners, Judge. That isn't it. Uh, it'll be thrown out of court because you've got no that's not relevant you've got no evidence to prove it what do they say in the movies objection your honour objection sustained blood tests I'd insist on them you should have brought that to the judge's attention before it should have been part of the evidence (laughs) well I did in this scenario it's all in the dossier it's all in the dossier trust me you're a liar like she is she's got claws into you Delusional, whatever. Your world is on fire, and she's sitting there going, "Everything is fine," and the room is literally on fire around her. And she's just there with a cup of tea. It's okay. That's uh, you. No, it's not. I think she was protecting the community by any means necessary. Fucking Ben loves fascists. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've got from this. Yeah. And that concludes our review of the <laughs> I think I'm um, I'm disgusted by your attitude. The other one was fitter than her. I'm not going to fit the arm. <laughs> I am. <laughs> anyway, right. Oh, who were these fucking lunatics and right. how did they start a cult? Well, they moved to America in 1981 to form to Oregon. Yeah, but they started in the 70s. They started in the 70s. Yeah, the so yeah. This is her, the, the woman we've just spent like half an hour discussing and the main man, Mr... He didn't go Rash. for a few years. Oh, right. So who initially went over there to start it? Her it's her and, and a good chunk of the... Some deputies, like... Yeah, yeah. and the West... More, the, more so the Western members. Yeah, well, let's get... Let's get ahead of ourselves. Let's see what they believe in. in. So in 1972, Monograph outlined Osho, which is the Bagwan, concept of... Um, San, oh, God, did you say that? San, Sanyas. Sanyas. It was to be a worldwide movement rooted in the affirmation of life Playful, joyful, and based on science, rather than belief and dogma. It would not rely on ideology and philosophy, but on practices, techniques, and methods aiming to offer every individual the chance to discover and choose their own proper religious path. The intent was to lead people to be to an essential universal religiousness. The movement would be open to people of all religions or of none, experimenting with the inner methods of all religions in their pure original form, not seeking to synthesize them, to put, but to provide facilities whereby each might be revived, maintained and defended, and their lost and hidden secrets rediscovered. 
the movement would not seek to create any new religion unless you're the Bhagwan and you want to sit there and have all these people looking at you adoringly. To this end, communities would be founded around the world and groups of uh, sannyasins would tour the world to aid seekers of spiritual enlightenment and demonstrate techniques of meditation. Other groups would perform kirtan, which is call and response chanting, and conduct experiments in healing. Communities would run their own businesses and various publishing companies would be founded. A central international university of meditation would have, would have branches all over the world and run meditation camps and study groups would investigate the t- key tests, uh, texts of Tantra, Taoism, Hinduism and other traditions. It was like a, a one world religion he wanted, wasn't it? A hodgepodge of everything. Yeah. yeah. You're able to sort of study your branch. If you want to study Christianity, it would be under this shield of Sanyurism or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And you'd sort of sit there and meditate and then you'd shout a bit and scream a bit and then you'd have an orgy. Yeah. Yep. I did find it very interesting. Again, we're jumping ahead very slightly, but it's to do with the meditation. You know that leaked video of um, the session where it showed, like, at the start, they were all sort of screaming, like, and being violent with each other, like, in a playful but not playful way. Like, they really were throwing each other around. And one dude grabbed this woman. He was fully clothed. She was naked. He grabbed her, she was on all fours, like, grabbed her by the hair, like, started dry-humping her really violently and was screaming into the back of her head, like, fucking fuck! Yeah, yeah. Like, reports, right. so a lot of violence, a lot of sexual violence, okay. a lot of now, STDs. Then it cuts forward to the end of the session where they're all laughing and dancing to music and hugging each other. And like, they're all happy. And I said to my missus, I was like, what the fuck? So, do you think that dude just, like, just... <laughs> Remember earlier when I was like, when I was like fucking basically raping you and like screaming in your face that you were a fucking horrific whore and you should die. Like, ha, ha, that was crazy, wasn't it? (laughs) This music's good, isn't it? We're having the right good old dance now. What the fuck? I mean, brainwashed? I don't know. Maybe this shit works. I've never tried it. Uh, This particular brand of therapy. But it did look to me like it was just an excuse for some dude to like really cross the line when in society would he ever be able to do that to another human being, particularly a woman, without it being a criminal act? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you just went and started dry-humping a woman violently and screaming at her while pulling her hair, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. So, yeah. But It was part of their ritual, wasn't it? It was the release yeah. of the bad things. I think rather than releasing them, just, just keep them bottled up like regular folk. Perfectly <laughs> healthy. Well, he wanted to create a religionless religion. He said only a quality of love, silence, meditation, and prayerfulness. And pretending to rape people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they say. Because, I mean, there was a bit of an orgy going on as well, though. After the shouty screaming, they all got naked, and there was definitely some some fucking yeah. going on. They definitely. Enjoyed the, the free love, didn't they? they did. I, I witnesses who went for a visit said they were just people fucking all over the place. I mean, I think that isn't what I took it as that little bit was that the shouty, screamy bit that was like you're letting out everything you've got pent up as men. We know that we bottle up everything, that's what we do. Um, yeah. so that's letting that out, and you and mm. I think there was like there must have been some kind of rules for that bit, like don't actually fucking hit anybody. I don't know. There was reports of violence. No, so maybe there was. Sexual violence. 
when you say sexual rape. violence, we're talking rape. And we're, we're like, I guess. Yeah. Mate, what, I, what was in the documentary was literally a sexual assault. Like, yeah, I mean, film. I was watching it and I was like, yeah. ooh. It was like, you know, take a step back here. So what's the people going on? Would, would, a lot of them would, would, they would allow it, wouldn't they? they, mm. they would, you know, there's only a few that got reported because yeah. they thought this was the way that... Well, also, them kind of matters will be dealt with internally yeah. rather than... Because you don't want to give everybody a bad name, do you? You don't want to bring in the feds. No. No. So, where were we? In one survey conducted at Rajneesh Puram, over 70% of those surveyed listed their religious affiliation as non. However, 60% of sannyasins participated in activities of worship several times a month. In late 1981, Osho, which is the bad one... <coughs> Through his secretary, Maranand Sheila, announced the inception of the religion of Rajneesism, the basis of which would be fragments taken from various discourses and interviews Osho had given over the years. In July 1983, Rajneesh Foundation International published a book entitled Rajneesism, an introduction to Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh and his religion, in an attempt to systemize Rajneesh's religious teachings and institutionalize the movement. Despite this, the book claimed that Rajneeshism was not a religion, but rather a religionless religion, only a quality of love, silence, meditation and prayerfulness. Carter comments the motivation for not formalising Osho's teachings are not easy to determine, but might perhaps have been tied to visa application made to the Immigration and Naturalisation Service to obtain religious worker status for him. That's so they wrote a book to keep him in the country? Mm -hmm. That's very clever. <laughs> it is. So that's pretty much, it's a, mis a mishmash of everything. And you've got to wear red or pink or orange yeah. for some reason. Never quite figured that out. Maybe they were his favourite colours. Maybe. I quite enjoyed the shopping mall in the city and everything in there was red or orange or pink. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wow, sport for choice there, aren't you? No goths in Rajneesh Piram. So let's get on to what they did. Yeah, because they started in India, didn't they? Started in India, but he had a bit of a fallout with Mrs. Gandhi, who was Prime Minister yeah. at the time, and kind of needed to get out. So, in 1981, the Rajneesh movement relocated to the United States, specifically the state of Oregon. A 64,229-acre ranch, known as the Big Muddy, was purchased in 1981 for $5.75 million dollars. That is 15.8 million in today's money. So they're not short of cash. Well, no, they're not short of cash. He's got 60 Rolls Royces and a fucking private jet. He's not short of cash. Yeah, he's doing well. The Rajneeshis, or Sanyasins, had initially stated that they were planning to create a small agricultural community. Because that's what the land was zoned for. So legally, yeah, you can have a bit of a farm, that's fine. However, this led to a series of legal battles with neighbouring communities... More specifically, the town of Antelope, which was literally just down the road, has a population of 50 old people. Yeah, it was like a retirement village, wasn't it? Yeah. People basically went there to die. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of them are still about, though, aren't they? I mean, they featured in the documentary. Yeah. Basically, their thing was, I don't understand it, so I don't like it. <laughs> and you're like, I know for a fact most of you vote Trump now, if not all of you. <laughs> If they haven't died in between the making of the documentary. It was a fairly uh, recent documentary. Yeah, they were old though, is my point. And of course, they were even when they were young in the footage, they were still old. Yeah, they were, actually. I mean. And I'm with them, man. If that was my quiet little part of the world and you thought it was always going to be that way, 
And then these fucking idiots turn up. Yeah, but what about the constitution, guys? You got a freedom of religion. You got yeah. a freedom of, you know, to build your own society. That's in the constitution. Yeah. You can build as you if you can get if you can vote it into being, mm. you can build your own city. I tell you what, then tell your top brass to not try murdering the neighbour in town <laughs> and killing people, and maybe it would have all worked out. But I would have ah, still been. If, if they hadn't up. been hostile in the first place, would they have got to that point? Yeah. I don't know. If but they just allowed them to be, who do they think they yes, are? You with them. their fucking red clothes and their <laughs> hippie haircuts you and their fucking shagging wherever they feel like shagging. <laughs> you would think they'd welcome the investment into the area, boost a dying town. Yeah. What if they were normal people, not these fucking unwashed? That was it. Was it? They were different. He- they were Heathens. different to them and they were scared. I mean, if I was running the local shop in Antelope... I would put I'd be loving it. saying no red clothes. I'd be loving it because you'd be like, oh, great, all these people are going to be buying shop, you know? Yeah, but you wouldn't walk, like them walking down your streets with AK-47s, which but did happen. They, 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 they weren't armed with AK-47s. Weren't they? No. They did, weren't they? No. The waterload? No, they were armed with another one. Uh, and, uh, the they Israeli... Gun. The, oh, fucking hell, look at him. Yes, it's Mr. Gun. Gun expert, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'll tell you what guns they've got. I've got it. All right, then machine got guns then. Assault rifles, technically. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. Semi-automatic as well. Honest, fully have, automatic. You, have you ever masturbated to a picture of Margaret Thatcher? No. To be honest. No. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. All right, just checking. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher with a snub-nosed Uzi. <laughs> uh, technically, the Uzis didn't have snub-noses. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't know. This is a Hollywood fallacy. <laughs> I'll be honest, I've no idea. I'm joking. <laughs> Possibly. Look, everyone's got me into something, you know. I just, retained, I just retained a lot of... I'm, I'm, retained, into, I'm into retro games. You're into guns. I'm not know? into guns. I've just retained a lot of information that was told to me. You're into guns and uniforms and marching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't march anymore. And waving arms and <laughs> Torches as well, by any chance. <laughs> Parades at night. You said it. Favourite favorite words are blood and soil. <laughs> no, I'm not a fascist. Let's go with that. How <laughs> it said on his birthday cake. <laughs> that was a, was a very high key birthday, that one. <laughs> it was a Hitler cake. Oh, fucking hell. You imagine going to the fucking cake shop. Yeah, I want a cake and a show of Hitler, please, mate. You want, you want it to say what? No, no, a big a big picture of Hitler's face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not against the law, is it? It's against the laws of taste. <laughs> Pretty funny thing to do for somebody, mm. though, wouldn't it? I'd go to the, one of those bakeries that refuse the gay people, the oh, gay yeah, people they, wedding they to see if they'd make any Tell, tell him it's for your gay brother. Yeah. My gay brother wants a Hitler cake, can you make it? No, he doesn't want it, I just want to ruin his birthday because he's gay. Can you please make the Hitler cake? Oh yeah, I'll make it for you. I bet it'd be the best fucking Hitler cake ever made. Yeah. I bet he'd do overtime on it and everything. And have a little arm, stick it out from the side. <laughs> made of icing. And a marzipan tash. <laughs> Bags in the tash. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not a fascist. Hitler's I don't come, like... Hitler's come catch you. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of a band or an album. Uh, oh, sorry, Ben, I cut, off your, I cut off your denial of fascism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Just like I don't murder prostitutes with my van. You're a white man, man. Of course you do. White van, man. Of course you do. Everyone knows that. There you go. Hi, Ben. So. <laughs> I've got no objection to people saying hi or bear. Back to Mastis. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> no, you're saying hey or me. I just, you know. Get it. But I'm not a fascist, so it's not fascist to say that. Okay, you're not a fascist. Exactly. All right. Thank you. Okay. So it quickly became apparent that Rajneshis wanted to establish the kind of infrastructure and services associated with a town. Uh, within three years of utilising the talents of members of the group, they built a city. A fucking city. Yeah, this is mad, isn't it? Mm. It's crazy. How I many mean, people were there? And they built it for 7,000. To begin with, there wasn't many. It was a no, few, it was few hundred few people. Hundred people. And it was, she said, that Sheila said, didn't she, the meditators and the lazy people, they can come after, but now the workers are they here. Had, they had architects, mm. engineers. City planners. They built a lake. Mm. They built a, built a dam. Yeah. Built a private airstrip. I mean, Rajneesh Airlines as well. Had a few orgies, but I don't know where they get the energy from. I reckon Only a few months on it. Mountains of cocaine. A couple of years, top two years, two years. I think mountains of cocaine were being taken. But there were, there were things, when you've got virtually unlimited funds, mm. yeah. then you can do and it. And you've got the will, you've got the, the people to do it, volunteering, yeah. they're doing 12 hour days. Yeah. You know, you've got the people that are dedicated to something. Look at what can be achieved. This is it, and, and it was sustainable. It was all. It was the farming was eco friendly. It was they yeah. turned the desert green yeah. with they just did. intelligent use of their resources, and they were self sufficient. If only they were dressed normal when they went into town. That's it. If they just put some blue jeans on, then they wouldn't have upset everybody so much. Fucking stupid hippies and their principles. But we have to wear red because it's a rag nation. Religion's bad, but we follow him like a religious leader, but I don't know, I'm not sure, but we get to have a lot of sex, so I guess it's okay. Because you're, you're a wannabe cult leader yourself. <laughs> this is exactly what you'd be doing. Yeah. This is your blueprint, guys. This is your blueprint. <laughs> so nice, so nice, so much effort. I just want like a scam. I want like an internet cult. <laughs> but you're not the one, to, all you got to do I is like write a, a few more manifestos and have some fascist bitch called Sheila do you? No, do I, the admin on you? I want people to send me money and then me to just go on like a YouTube video every day like a peace followers we'll set up our own cult then blah 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 All right. we'll get it done yeah. we're not doing town planning and fucking like you're not you're just getting all the people to do it they're giving you all their money and they're it's doing still, it for nothing still make a lot of phone calls then I'm here to arrange it it doesn't all just fall out the sky does well, someone it? else is doing that for you your private secretary's doing that for you I suppose you're just sat around clasping your hands together looking wise oh, I'm happy I'm happy to do all that the planning I'll do that I love it do I get all the the glory and the blowjobs yeah. and sitting around like this with my hands like Rajneesh what am I doing? you're getting the troops in line <laughs> you're getting the troops can in I line can I train the police force? you're like the secret police woo woo why no we can't train the police. police we'll get an ex-police we're bound to have bound to have policemen infiltrate bound to no, we're going to weed them out woo is there any much peace and love shown? Don't give oh, him ideas uh, above his station. We'll get an actual ex-police person to be. I got point. Yeah, well, why don't you just get him to train me? You can guard. You can be in charge. Of, you can guard the shed. Yeah. What do you? Well, do? I don't enjoy <laughs> the one who's guarding the shed. You can manage the forklifts. I just want to. I work. Yeah. Hang on. 
I want a top position in the no, hierarchy of this You will court. within your field of expertise, which is warehousing. <laughs> well, why are, you the court, why are you the court leader? Because I was my idea to start cult. <laughs> well, you can drive a van there when you get there, can I you? I will. The cult van. <laughs> the cult He's just van. a figurehead. He's a exactly. figurehead. Well, You're not a city planner. Why are you designing the city? Well, he's science. There we go, see? He's well, doing science stuff. He went to uni. And he finished, I went. <laughs> Stay long enough. I'm not hanging around organising the forklifts. Yes, you are. Why would you be in charge of the police? Why not? You've got absolutely zero experience of being in charge of the police. I've read a lot of crime books. <laughs> I've read loads of comic books. I can't fight aliens. No, but your pleasure is becoming a supervillain with your cult. No, it's going to be a happy cult. It's but... all They're all happy cults until the guns come in. Well, that's it. But... I will be happy with just having the sex and the and the sitting around in my cool pajama clothes things like Rajneesh. What got me though is like they're all going at Jonestown, weren't they? Mm. Jonestown had happened in the late seventies. I can't remember the name of the the U.S. senator, Leo. The one who got shot. Yeah, and his daughter was part of these. Exactly. And you're like, wow. So her dad was killed by a cult in South America, an American cult in South America. And you're joining an Indian court in America. That's why I think it made them, it backfired on them though, because they used her as a spokesperson to say, like, look, my dad was killed at Jonestown, so do you think I'm just going to go and join some mental cult? No. Duh. But actually, I'm like, hmm, I think that makes you sound like really dodgy, you know, because you put someone out there to go, like, we're not mental. Look, my dad was murdered. I wasn't affected by it at all. That's why I live in this commune of, like, Strangers who pretend to rape me. <laughs> and then we all dance together. It's great. It's not like Jonestown. Well, the thing is, I mean, Jim Jones, if anything, was a Christian as well. So, nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the beliefs of, of Rajneshi or Raji boy here. Yeah? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Exactly. Or is it Flavor-Aid? Flavor-Aid. It's Kool-Aid, isn't it? No, it's Flavor-Aid. Kool -Aid, don't drink it? the Flavor-Aid. Kool-Aid, isn't it? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't get him stopped. The, the saying is don't drink the Kool-Aid. The saying is don't drink the Kool-Aid, yeah. but they actually drank Flavor-Aid. Yeah, we know that, but the saying is... Yeah. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, isn't and that's it? that's exactly what's going to happen in your yeah. court. That's why I want no part of it. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm going to actually... I'm going to work to bring you down. I'm going to work to bring you... If you're all offering me as a position as a forklift supervisor, oh, then I'm going to work to bring you down from the outside. But Ben, you'll be really good at organising the fortnight. Don't care. You'll be able to carry all my pallets of money. <laughs> yeah, don't care. I'm going to bring you down from the outside, that's it. I'm going to make sure the National Guard storm your compound and I'm going to be I'm in there with I'm you them. a perfectly good company position. <laughs> no, it's not. It's where good you enough. would have benefits. It's good enough. You'd still be in the inner circle. It's just join nine to five. You'd be in charge of that. Well, fire. during nine to five, I should be sat in the inner circle, not organising no, forklifts. No, no, no. I pop down there in the morning, tell them what they've no. got to do, and come back. When we socialise, you'll be able to socialise with us, but you won't be allowed in on the yeah. meetings where we do the important Well, this is why I'm refusing the offer. That would be so silly. Everyone would be like, what's that forklift driver in here? <laughs> I'll take my eye his off, fuck it, and I went in. So, oh, don't you know he's the forklift manager? <laughs> and that's why I'm not joining. Oh, well. I'm going to bring you down from the outside. <laughs> We've offered you a perfectly good position with the organisation. It's not good enough. I know, because you want to be supreme leader of the universe. No, I'd have settled for head of the police. <laughs> well, what? All right, what do you do on day one of head of the police? And I'll, I'll make you a special hand-drawn badge 
Police boss? <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Well, well, I want to start. What do you do on day one? Well, we just go around making sure there's no crime, don't we? Oh. <laughs> Patrol about. Be a visual deterrent. <laughs> Should point out there was no crime in this fucking city anyway. <laughs> so I've got a fucking cushy job in the circle. I haven't got to do anything. That's true. Why do you think there was no crime? Were they all scared of, of Sheila or were they all literally, had they found... That well, rarest of rare anything. things, peace and harmony and the ability to fuck everyone. At the beginning, mate, when I was watching this, I was thinking, fuck me, I'll join this. Yeah, <laughs> it was looking good. Yeah? yeah that's what... Like, this is, you know... Do you know, my missus, should be. my missus had no interest in the programme at all until it started showing them, once they'd got the city built and stuff like that, that sort of piqued her attention then. And she was like, ooh, that's good, like turning the desert green yeah. and all that. But then, yeah, then she got hooked then from that point. Yeah. But yeah, it looked good. Everything was looking good. But I still wouldn't be down for the whole like, yeah, that's all wear, wear, wear red. Because then isn't it all no. a bit obvious? Like, isn't it a bit obvious we're all a bit? This is a bit culty. Isn't it <laughs> a bit culty to you? Yeah. yeah. Certain that. aspects of it I were comfortable with, like that, yeah. and the fact that they worship this guy. Yeah. He didn't speak and he doesn't do anything. Like, what the fuck did he? What yeah. was his teachings? He just for the listener, clasp your hands together in the prayer position and smile sweetly. And that's essentially all this man really did. Well, I'm sleeping in a, in a small cabin and he's got fucking a fleet of jets and Rolls Royce. Yeah. I'm like, hang on a minute. You know, mm. some of this money has to trickle down this way. You could lend me I a Rolls Royce for the trips into town, couldn't you? Certain aspects of it, I was like, fuck, I would have been in it. You know mm. what I mean? He loved, he loved capitalism, though. He preached against well, it, but he loved it. Well, that's what I mean. It, he, he had a lot of contradictions, didn't he? Who was? Just like every other... You mean like you mean like that other world-known religious leader, the Pope, who preaches against poverty and sits on a golden throne? Yep. The fuck was that? <laughs> I'm sorry, listener. I think... I don't know if that was an animal sound or a human sound. Oh, it's a combination of a dog and a woman. Oh, right. <laughs> what, a she-dog? Heard <laughs> <laughs> it! The mutations. Who's, the f- who's been fucking around with the fucking sewing kit again? Uh, yeah, it's that guy from the resource centre. <laughs> put a woman's head on a dog's body, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Uh, but now the, the city, I mean, you've got to be, look at the pictures, watch the show. Tremendous achievement. It is impressive. They also had a lot of funds to do it, though. I mean, it wasn't yeah, like... No, they weren't cutting down a tree and no. building a house out of it. They were bringing in, like, prefab A-frame huts and things like that. And they're fucking JCBs and they're diggers. They're JCBs, and... diggers. I mean, they built the road in. Yeah. Just started banging the stuff in. And, and two banging years... banging each other. And banging each other. <laughs> and in two years, they got this city up and running. They sure did. You know, remember, it's not just the buildings. It's the sewage part. It's the sewage yeah. network. It's the electricity, yeah. it's the fo- it's all that infrastructure. So, I mean, it's going to show what a small group of people can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they've got the money, honey. If they've got the motivation and the belief that they can do it. Yeah. I, 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 do anything. You need your own personal Rajneesh. You do. You need. Well, I think you need to have the capital first as well. So the but money what? doesn't actually do anything. Well, it does. You buy the stuff. No, money doesn't do anything. People do things. You know, Mike, I need to buy sand yeah, that, that and just, stuff to make the cement yeah, I know. To build I'm stuff. just trying to say, if you had no money and you want to get stuff done, you don't need the money. Money's a, a, a construct. Yeah, but I need to buy the materials oh, to build the house. Get it. It's gone right over his head, hasn't it? Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I also get what Ben's saying. So right. I'm not living in, in your society, fantasy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not living in the fantasy. I need money to build to bring by the you wood to build my system, house. Of course you do. 
But we're living in the system. Well, I know, I'm just saying. You don't need it. Fight the power. But when, I've got me think of it. when I've got my city set up, then no, we don't need the money and we can be self-sufficient, that's fine. But to begin with, I've got to buy stuff. Get on with it then. I'm drinking alcohol-free beer. How's <laughs> <laughs> that for fucking the system? I need to buy some Coca-Cola, I guess I've done it. <laughs> I think this is actually cheaper than Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's actually... Or Pepsi, other brands are available. <laughs> so they turned the ranch from empty space into a city of up to 7,000 people, complete with a fire department, police force, restaurants, malls, townhouses, a 1,300-metre-long airstrip, a public transport system with buses, a sewage reclamation plant, a reservoir, a post office, sustainable farming, turn the desert green. It was literally a fucking paradise out of middle of nowhere. We got some fucking... Lots of fucking. <laughs> and of course the people of Antelope weren't very happy. Quite rightly. And it was mainly because of the land use conflict. It's, and the city of Antelope kind of, kind of became the middle people stuck in all of this. It was like, you've got the, the state and the county going on a bit land zone. It's just bigotry, mate. And it, well, I, I agree, I think it was bigotry. If they were, right. if they were Christian people... Would not, have been a problem. Would not have been a problem, you're right. Christian people in blue jeans and baseball yeah. shirts. Or Christian people in black suit, black suit uh, suits and white tie and white mm. shirts like Mormons, you know, who've got their own state. But they were yeah. goddamn hippie red clothes freaks. I would have been freaked out. But I would have hated the red clothes freaks as well if I was an old person. I'd have got enjoyed them. Fuck it. What else was I to live for? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Uh, I'd have gone up there, done, joined in one of the orgies, and then killed them all from the inside. Shot my way back out. Down through time, back to my ranch. Obviously. And then get arrested. Yeah, but also go down in history as a local hero. They'll probably build a statue. <laughs> I think you're going to get arrested and executed if they've got a death sentence. They'll still build that statue. <laughs> Someone will build that statue. Of course they will. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, come the on. world's most stupid mass murderer. <laughs> Why would I be stupid? Because you just... Those motherfuckers descended on this quiet, idyllic village. These people never did nothing to hurt nobody. Work their whole fucking lives, and these fucking hippies turn up spending somebody else's money, building their fucking city, acting like fucking weirdos. Fuck them. Hippies. Yes. I don't see the problem. I do. I see it from the point of view. I'm just plain devil's advocate. Yeah, you've got a point from their point of view, yeah. They it was didn't, hell on earth. They didn't like it because the main dude was brown. No, flash forward, sorry to jump ahead for the list of, we'll go into more detail later. It was probably when those people that descended on your town then took your town over. But could they not have come to an early compromise and say, look, you can stay there, but you can't build within 10 miles of our town? Yeah, something like that. Because yeah. it was like 60 miles, wasn't it? Stay on your land, don't come into our town. Fucking stay on your land, for the love of God. And wear yeah. something normal. You know... Fill you full of lead. If you want to come into our town, mm. you know, don't carry guns for stars or whatever. Don't or set up your own police force. They only did that when the town oh, no, was okay. integrated yeah, and became know, part. It don't provoke or whatever. They come with it. If they'd been like adults, but they weren't, mm. were they? They were like racists. Yeah, basically. And they just didn't want to. Didn't want to negotiate at all. Want them out. Want them out. I want been, them gone. I wasn't on their side. Well. If I was as old as them and had lived there all my life, or retired there like they had, I would have been on their side. Yeah, but you're in but a country that, that gives you the right 
Yeah, it's literally the, to, the, to be associated with any religion you want. You want. Yeah, freedom of religion. Anywhere you want. Yeah, freedom of religion, ability to form your own township, two rights, bang yeah. on in the constitution. Right. And you just don't like it because it's a bit different yeah. and they're brown. Yeah. Well, you've got the right though to not like them. You have, but you haven't got the right to basically harass them, trying to harass them out of the state. They should have stayed on that bit of land and stayed out of the town. Well, so it wasn't good enough for them. Well, so you want, you want to fence them in? Yeah. That's not the compromise they wanted, guys. They, they wanted them like gone. Animals. Yeah. They well, wanted them gone full stop out heathens, of the state. Heathens doing ungodly satanic <laughs> things upon that. I'm going to say, a compromise could have been made if both sides were adult about it. Fuck yeah. me. It's, this know. is America. We'll compromise. But no, bigotry, That's exactly <laughs> bigotry and hatred took over and they wanted them out and yeah. then that infected the other side and they... No, it's not bigotry and hatred because, see, the <laughs> the Rajneeshis... They, He's calling they, me a fascist! They, no, they wanted to claim religious discrimination, didn't they? They kept saying that. But it was religious discrimination going the other way because those people in the village, their religion just happened to state that you shouldn't wear red all the time and fuck all day, every day and believe in weird... <laughs> believe in devils. the wrong fucking God, aren't they? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but they're allowed their religious... Bigotry towards... There's bigotry on both sides. Everyone in this story's a dick! <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's my opinion. I think that they were... Personally, I'm kind of with them up to a point and uh, the point is when they start deciding they're going to take yeah. over the state. I am doing this yeah, for comedy turn, yeah. effect. When they turn the to violence. When they turn, I mean, I, all right, get the guns, have a police force, the police mm-hmm. in America armed, whatever, as long, but we'll get to the police force. Uh, we'll Let's get to all that later. Yeah. The activist group, 1,000 Friends of Oregon, got involved. The city of Antelope denied a business permit to the Rajneeshis for a, a, a mail order business. So, the Sanyasins started buying up plots in the town. Illegal. There were empty houses for some of them, and some of them the, they happy they paid sell. them. They were happy to sell. Mm-hmm. And the one guy who was interviewed said, "Oh yeah, you see this guy on his porch with a shotgun. They ain't taking my house. They ain't buying my house." <laughs> and the two days later, he's moving out with a check in his hand. Yeah. And that's usually we paid him, you know, fifty thousand dollars at market rate. If you're going to take that and move out, that is fucking. That's that's you. That's yeah. on you. Now if that's. That, that, that's perfectly legal, perfectly fine. Yeah. You got any problem with that? <laughs> yes. So they bought the diner, I'll turned it into a, a vegan vegan diner. Didn't they, they didn't need any of this. They were doing it maliciously to fuck the locals. Yeah, but they were doing it legally. Still doesn't make it. Yeah, I'm not saying their motivations. Well, no, because these people are trying to destroy yeah. their community. So you know what? We're going to take over theirs. It's quite genius, really. It is. It's fucking like, amazing. <laughs> It's not turning a blind eye, though, is it? It's like it's very petty, isn't it? Yeah, like they're being scale. petty first by denying them. Look, don't <laughs> take on a massive multi-million-dollar corporation slash religion if you're a small town with fifty people. In Why it. not? They fucking won in the end. Only because the, the only because the Rasputins went full on full Alex. Everyone <laughs> packed up and fucked off in the end, didn't they? With their tail between their legs, all fucking teary eyed, didn't they? And left their fucking town to rot and crumble. No, it's been taken over now. The fucking end of the documentary, half of them fucked off, did they not? They did. Crying, so I'm not wrong, am I? Well, the Rajneeshi are gone now, yeah. He's right. fucking. The whole, the whole thing's gone. The whole thing's. Yeah. If you sort of mean the whole point of it. So they did take on the town and lose, didn't they? America won. Yeah, your average, your average guy at that community didn't do anything wrong. It's only the people in charge of the community who 
who took it, let's say, too far. Mm-hmm. You know, Bio-terror attacks are too far. That's what happens. The Crossing the line. The government of the Rajneesh town turned out to be cunts just like the leaders of any other But you'd argue their, their yeah. way of life is under threat. This community they've worked so hard to build. The road to... Uh, road to hell is paved with good intentions. I think that they would... They're defending their community and they're, they're doing it legally. The other side are doing it legally, but you know they're inspired by a bit of bigotry because they're not Christian and some of them are brown. No. So they're going, oh, you know what, if you want to hit us legally, we've got lawyers too, and we're going to do this, and we're going to take control of your town, which is what they did. They got enough people in to that town to get seats on the council, and in the end, there was one antelope native on that council. The rest of them were Rajneeshis. If you're not willing to stay and fight for that town, you're just going to take their money and run, then fuck you, you don't deserve it. Fascists. It's, yeah, but it's democratic fascism. I know, it was quite fascinating how they legitimately, like, just took over a town. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, if you got that, if you can just waft 50,000 grand, $50,000 in someone's face and go, buy your house, <laughs> all right then, that's what it's worth. Yep, which goes to show that, they, you know, they didn't really care about the town. Well, that's it. So why stay? Like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Well, well the ones that stayed did. Yeah, there was a few, to be fair, did, yeah. yeah. I like that the mayor, the mayor was whoever, whoever was just like, nah, I'll do it. Yeah. Which isn't democratic, damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do feel for these people, don't get me wrong. I mean, lived there for so many years and they wanted to retire there. Mm. And it, the place was changing. But, you know, other people have got rights to, to live where they want to live as well. Go buy another bit of land that's not right next to my town. But it wasn't right next to it. Was no, it? it was a good few miles away. Fucking stay. Yeah, but then they're going to move to They could have had a compromise. But then they're going to move to someone else's state, and that's going to. So there's this wandering band of people building a city every five years. It shouldn't be that easy to just go and build a city, in my opinion. <laughs> it shouldn't. You should let people like that just go build a city. Why not? It's beautiful. Yeah. Look what happened. I mean, Antelope looks shit compared to that what place. What happened? They ended up murdering people. Yeah. They didn't murder I mean, anybody. They tried they to. They tried to murder <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. They don't justify their actions either. But no, we don't. That's where it all goes crazy. But I just don't think... I think it should be up to the... I suppose I've never really thought about this before. I don't think a private group of citizens should be able to buy a patch of land and just go, we're going to build a city on it. What are your city building credentials? Well, as long as they're built, you know, they, they were, um, they did have inspectors go, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They checked the buildings because it had to be for farmland. They had to disguise it, didn't they? They did, I mean, really, they just got, just so use some of them money to get it rezoned. Mm. You know, because they said, oh, we're building a farm. Well, clearly you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hippies. I mean, and that's to make it look like they were building farm mm. buildings, but. Secretly, they weren't. But they did build farm buildings. They did build some. Just built, built a city for up to 7,000 people. Yeah, they yeah. had their own vegetable garden. Yeah, they? Yeah. They're a dishonest, dodgy organisation, aren't they, really? Just a bit like, like a criminal gang. Oh, I won't go that far. I would. Towards I the think, end, maybe. I think it's like David Icke says, right? Like McDonald's. Everything's a pyramid, right? So think of McDonald's. The people on the bottom of the pyramid working on the tills... Yeah, they work for McDonald's, but they haven't got a fucking clue what's going on at the very peak of the pyramid, have they? And 
each level knows a little bit more as it goes down. This organization was like any other. Sheila and them people at the top yeah. were dirty, dodgy, criminal gangsters playing with giant sums of money, living like gangsters with secret hideouts and compartments and stairways and identities and passports and stashes of cash and weapons and all the rest of it. But then the people living on the bottom who were tending the fields and, and picking the carrots and fucking his wife and his neighbour's wife and then on Wednesdays your neighbour's neighbour's wife and yours, <laughs> right? They're all loving it. They're all, they're all having a great time. I'm having a go at them. I am when they go into town acting weird and upsetting Weird acting. When they did bother the Tempter, they did have a, a, a way better waistcoat and set up for nude sunbathing, didn't they? <laughs> but that went down well with Again, the oldies. Weirdo, stop pushing it. Why not go there and join them? Fuck it. Respect the locals. By God, it's ungodly to be oh. naked in public. Ah, fucking go respect it. Respect like those locals. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate and winding you two up. It's just, funny. But, uh, just. I just wasn't that enamoured with these these fucking hippies, to be honest. And it all fucked up as it always does. And I did laugh at the end when they're all crying and like Eskimo kissing. Oh, I'm gonna miss pretend raping you, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, back to your mum and dad's house, you prick. <laughs> Guess what, Mum and Dad? That idyllic hippie life that we set off to live on that commune. You're never going to guess what. You're never going to guess what. No, it didn't work out. Um, and, and yes, all the life savings are gone. And yes, we're back. And we have nowhere to go or stay. So it's going to be me, wife and the kid. Stay <laughs> yours again. Fucking red hippie prick. <laughs> For someone with long hair, he's very fascist. <laughs> Yeah, just a realist. For five years, I had a hell of a time. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm just being, I'm playing it for comedy effect. It's pretty funny. Then it all fucking went dark and horrific, and they all had to. They did get rid of the red clothing, though, later on, didn't they? They, 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 they even Good. said, no, nah, no, nah, you'd have to wear. And they went to the man that was the interview with the woman, she's like, oh, I can't wait to buy something that's blue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two years it takes them to build this city, into this, this virtual paradise. And then the Bagwan rocks up, mm-hmm. drives up in his Rolls Royce, <laughs> one of his many Rolls Royces, <laughs> and then he, he turns up, doesn't he? And he just, there all, there's a few, there's some, must have been selected specially, I don't think it was all the people, sat mm-hmm. round on the floor, cross-legged, you know, hands together. He rocks up, he's got a chair with a parasol, nice view, looking out into the valley and all that's been built, and he's just standing there, and sat there, hands together. He's got a bit of a, he's happy, you can see he's happy. But at the same time, I was thinking, oh, glad I didn't have to do any of that. Yeah, they've been very busy. They've been very busy. Thank you for building my palace and my yeah. massive garage for all my Rolls Royces. Well, it could have been the other way around. Thanks for doing that. Maybe he was a fake smile because he expected more for the amount of his money that they've spent. And he's like, is this all they've fucking done? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my helicopter pad, you cunt? <laughs> yeah, where's the fucking 18-hole golf ball? You didn't put the bowling alley in? <laughs> <laughs> my own no, private Brussels. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking hippie shit. Oh, in a city. Oh, I did to look like downtown Las Vegas. But does he, at this point, he stopped speaking. And me. What a guru. He said, said all I'm going to say for a bit. What did you think of the amount of people, especially the guy who featured heavily in the documentary, who was the mayor of... Hippie town. The one who kept calling him Osho, he didn't call yeah, him a bad one. And he was a lawyer, his lawyer in the end as well. He was one of the main ones, and not the only one, of people talking about this aura and 
and him having this, the Rajneesh having this calming, affecting aura that balanced everybody and calmed all their worries just by being in the room with them. It's all got to be fucking placebo, hasn't it? I don't know. I was looking at him thinking he looks like a good. He looks the fucking part, doesn't yeah. he? And he did have this sort of serene look about you. Yeah, man. I wouldn't like if I'd I could love to have a joint with him. Yeah, I think because he know, wouldn't do my edit with talk, would he? Just no, smile at me. Like, yeah, it's good shit, <laughs> Raji, baby. Yeah, but he had a he had quite a pleasant smile with that beard yeah. going on. You think? Oh, you know what? And I've looked at him. I thought oh, I am quite calm now. Actually, I'm not, nice filled with, I'm not filled with my seething usual rage. So it was. It I was, should have got fucking joined it was a combination then oh, of it it is amazing charlatanism how one person can get so many people to give him their money they would die for him charlatanism they would have died for him yeah well how many Trump supporters would die for Trump probably quite a few to be fair yeah probably oh man I was walking through Dolly High Street the other day and I saw a bloke in a Trump t-shirt a pro-Trump t-shirt and I was oh, like fuck awesome. it and I was like wow just, just coming out the supermarket and I was like only because he's your dad. You <laughs> <laughs> haven't said that for a while. <laughs> uh, who, the guy in the t-shirt or Donald Trump? Because it could have been either. <laughs> it could have been, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is a wow. Good in for him. all places. He's fucking allowed to, isn't he? As far as I checked, Donald Trump's the president of the United States of America. No, I wanted, I wanted to go and prod my finger into his chest and tell him he was a cunt. It's not legal for him to be a Trump fan, is it? No, I still wanted to do it, though. It's all right. I'm so a Trump fan. You're looking at one yeah. right here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't your brother-in-law a Trump fan? Yeah. Has yeah. he got a T-shirt? He's quite funny. He's got a mug. No way. <laughs> Has he got a hat? I don't know if he's got the hat. I think I'm going to get a Bojo T-shirt. A pro Bojo T-shirt. <laughs> it's funny just because it really pisses people off. <laughs> to not believe the same as them in this day. I mean, it's always annoyed people, but it seems to be extra. At least, I don't know if it's... I, don't know I haven't heard many voices from the public in support of him, though. Uh, you know, like I said on uh, Facebook, he's not the Prime Minister we need. He's <laughs> the Prime Minister we deserve. I nearly called you a cunt on that, <laughs> on that comment, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to say anything because I know what he's doing. It's I know exactly what he's doing. He's fucking baiting the hook and I ain't, I ain't, I ain't taking that bait. It's true, is it not? The way we fucked around with this Brexit, I didn't go out and vote. We should have, should we? None of us in here did, did I we? I did. Did you? We didn't, did we? Well, no, we didn't. Exactly. So and this is what we get for it. <laughs> 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 fucking Boris Johnson. The man who's been sacked from every single governmental <laughs> position he's ever held, but for somehow was managed to get the top job. Black people picking in with watermelon smile. Describe Muslim women as letterboxes. He's just like your inappropriate uncle. Yeah. Or your, or Won't acknowledge granddad. any of his love children. He's like my dad who still says un-PC things, but he's not a bad person. You know, he's... Arranged that journalist to be beaten up. <laughs> yeah, he's been fired twice for lying, multiple times for incompetency. We don't yeah. know how many children he's got, he refuses yeah. to say. He refuses yeah. to admit he's got love children. <laughs> Part of the 1% of the 1% of this country. Oh, Bangs on a bit immigration, but he's actually fucking of Turkish stock. He's got wacky hair. Wow! <laughs> My boss is a fan. My boss thinks he's awesome. My boss is 70. That would be why he thinks he's always probably fucking voted for him uh, in the election. I think Trump and Johnson were separated at birth. <laughs> it's quite possible. He was born in New York. Tr uh, Trump and Johnson. Were Trump's dad was fucking around. 
Well, maybe that hair is. Well, <laughs> David Icke will probably, because Boris must be in one of the bloodlines connected somehow oh, to the. Of course he is. The royals yeah. and the presidents now. He got the defective gene. Yeah, <laughs> the buffoon gene. in his brain. But on the plus side, this could be really funny. It could, it be, could be, it'll come at the end of the fucking well, life as we know it. Well, there's some bloody good speeches, couldn't he? You know, bloody Prime Minister now. Was he a war hawk, Johnson? I wouldn't like to say. I imagine some. Bomb the fucking Piccaninnies. <laughs> Wipe them off the face of the bloody map. Well, we'll see. He's pledged uh, to reverse the police cuts, hasn't he? With 20,000 new yeah, officers. Well, he's a Tory, there you go, Ben. Everything he says is a fucking lie. Yeah. There you go, you could recruit. I was thinking of applying, actually. And then go and ask them, can <laughs> I be head of the police? <laughs> I'll get there one day. <laughs> ain't cracked enough skulls yet, boy. How many New Year's are we going to have around my neck? Well, we you haven't about... paid off en- enough paedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, no, that's the top end ones. It'll be yeah. more like you haven't written out enough unnecessary speeding tickets and uh, like parking on crossings. I can't wait to pull you like over. <laughs> you won't catch me. Rules <laughs> and twos, mate, you're going to have to fucking stop. Ben, community support officers don't have those. No, no, police, powers. no, p- proper police, not community support officers. You're going to be one of them. You're gonna, well, I do want them in. They're gonna, they want 20,000. You're going to be one of them ones walking around with a note. I'm a reputable member of society. They won't let me join the police force. You won't pass a blood test. Oh, stop smoking weed then. <laughs> no. Yeah, all, all right then. That's the least likely thing you've ever said on this show. <laughs> you are more likely to be the leader of the human <laughs> resistance against the robots in the coming fucking robocalypse. Then you are to go without weed. Alright then. Well, I challenge you. I'm on day, what did I say, 14, 15, 17, day 17, no alcohol. You go 17 days without a smoke. Okay. Alright then. Do you heard it, mate? <laughs> starting now. I won't now. interfere with our. No, not starting now. <laughs> but right now. Yeah, like that. No, not right now. It's not tomorrow. <laughs> as long as that doesn't interfere with our 100th episode, I get a pass for the yeah, 100th that's episode. Well- like, that's well longer than 17 days ago. Yeah, yeah, good point. Okay. All right, so let's do the concluding part of the Rajneesh tale for this week. April 1982, Antelope held a vote to disincorporate itself. Basically, they're going to commit suicide as a town. <laughs> We're not going to be a town anymore. Fair enough. We are removing ourselves as a town. I mean, how spiteful is that? Yeah. Mm. If you if we can't have it, no one's, no having, one's it. having it. Just take the fucking money off the people and move somewhere else. Start a new town. Unbelievable. Uh, and however... Stubborn old people, mate. Yeah. There were enough Rajneeshi residents to stop this. And in May 1982, the town of Antelope was incorporated into the ranch. Fuck you, Antelope. Unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> mm. what, what would you do if, like, suddenly Dorley and Balance Lee got incorporated into some cult? <laughs> yeah, some cult came in and yeah. took over. See, then you'd be on my side. Is it the peace and love, free love cult? Yeah, but they've got machine guns. Sorry, assault rifles. There's no crime, though. Only because they're putting fucking assault rifles at you. What's the difference between that and our police force now? Well, Apart from the assault rifles. Assault rifles but still, the threat is there. <laughs> yeah, but I'd probably they're trained professionals. Up for it, but I, don't know if, I don't know if you would, Ben. I'd have joined the Russian yeah, she's at their peak. Ooh, careful, Sorry. slamming it on the table. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but they're not trained professionals. It's just some hippie who joined the commune. No, they fucking trained them. They actually had um, two ex-policemen come in and train them. I did see that, but it's still not... And they're on the range, and their accuracy wasn't impressive, but... It's not to the standards of, of 
professionalism I would want from a man carrying an assault rifle in public. You know what I mean? Mm. His name's fucking Gary, and like two years ago, he was selling oranges at the side of the road. <laughs> and he fucking hitchhiked his way to this hippie town, and now he's got an assault rifle and a badge. And he's like, Excuse me, you can't stand on the grass. And next thing I know, I've been accidentally shot in the face. Well, I'd imagine in some states in America, it takes longer to be a masseuse than it does to be a policeman. <laughs> yeah, I've read that stat. There's more training to be a masseuse than there is to be a policeman. Well, you know what they say, if you don't break the law, you got nothing to worry about. Unless <laughs> you're blind. It's <laughs> a valid point. It is true. Only because it's true. So in June 1983, there was a bombing of a Hotel Rajneesh in Portland. It's a hotel owned by the by the cult, by the group, mm. um, allegedly by the Islamist military group Yamat ul Fukra. <laughs> <laughs> or Fukra, yeah, something like that. F-U-Q-R-A. I'd definitely join that place. <laughs> Do you think it was the locals? I think it was the people, yeah. I, I, I very much doubt it. And Do people were arrested have... for it. These, these guys, were, these Islamists were arrested for it. But I don't for one fucking second believe that some Islamic cult is going to go all the way to America to bomb a hotel that's owned by some people who own a fucking city up the road. Do you think one I refuse of the villages, to believe that. villages or townsfolk was potentially an ex-military and had some explosive knowledge? No, they caught the guy who did it. Oh, right. He set it off in his room and had to blow some fucking fingers off. <laughs> they made a right hodgepodge of it, but as most bomb makers are missing fingers, they'll be bitten by their own device at some point. But... Maybe he was just hired, maybe he was a patsy. Yeah. He got links to these people in the past he'd worked for him. He was hired, you know, maybe he was a, a mercenary now. Yeah, maybe, maybe an ex-cop in the, in the town. Someone had a connections to Yeah, you don't know. But there's no way on earth, like, a, an Islamist military group, first of all, is getting into America. Yeah. Secondly, bombing a hotel and, oh, I don't know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to strike fear into the hearts of the Americans? Let's blow up that hotel owned by that engine bloke. <laughs> ah, sorry, it doesn't wash with me at all. No, just doesn't Jimmy. wash with me. They um, get, they've got bigger targets. Of course they have. 9 11. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a bit of a fucking. <laughs> too soon? I'm giving it a look, not because it's too soon, but because we both know full well that 9 11 was perpetrated by Saudi Arabians. Yeah. Well, we're saying it was an inside job as well, which is what we're saying. This is extremist, wasn't it? Technically Al Qaeda, but nineteen of the twenty-one hijackers are Saudi Arabian. I think you'll find it was Iran with the help of uh, the US. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely. Oh, that'll be an episode. That'll be, that's going to be a long ass episode one day. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell me if uh, a Russian airplane gets shot down after twenty seconds in Turkey airspace. Yeah. Hijack planes can fly for hours undetected. Yeah, oh, there was that see, convenient drill going it, on. Yes, that's the thing. It was all a terrible coincidence because yeah. they just happened to all be practicing live drills at the time, and so yeah. there was genuine shock and confusion, and no one actually knew it's whether it was a real coincidence. Incident. Was it total, total coincidence? Mm. Just like the all the money being all the money being transferred as well the day before. Yeah. All the money being exchanged. The and private plane for Bin Laden family yeah. the day after. All the, the shares from the airline yeah. completely dropping off a cliff the day before. I mean, They were betting against it, failing. Mm, yeah, I mean, you know. Coincidence. They yeah. just got lucky. 
Yeah. Them box cutters are very, very scary. <laughs> That's what always puzzles me. Like, and the passport landing on the pavement. If you question that, you're not a patriot. <laughs> that perfectly preserved Saudi Arabian passport. <laughs> that's, that's just the best of it, that, isn't it? That's the cherry on the top. You fucking conspiracy theorist. Put your tinfoil back hat on. <laughs> of course this passport fell out of his pocket in the fireball explosion. <laughs> fell all the way, just fluttered. In perfect condition. Wasn't on, well, it was on fire from the explosion of the bit. wind. It went out on the way down. Uh, so he singed a little bit. And it just just happened to land. It's the little cherry on the top of the cake of lies. You this one. <laughs> but if you don't believe it, you're, fucking, you're a lunatic. You're a conspiracy yeah. theorist if you question that. Yeah. The explosion blew it out of his pocket. I mean, duh. <laughs> yeah, that cockpit of that plane going at so many hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Cockpit of the holographic plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Five words, guys. Jet fuel can't melt steel. No. Beams. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the jet fuel can still melt steel beams, but your loving melts my heart. <laughs> but we do know that it can make them sag. Jet fuel. They don't have to melt them, you just have to make them very hot to make them sag so that they can't take the weight of the floors above anymore. It was a controlled explosion. <laughs> That was my impression of yeah. the floors going down. And that was what the firefighters heard. Popping sounds from each floor. Well, that was the rivets of the <laughs> popping out as the stores collapsed. Holographic planes. No <laughs> footage of plane one exists. Everyone forgets that. There it is, I've seen no, it. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. The firefighters are on, on the yeah, street. Yeah, and you don't actually see fuck or you hear... Yeah, then you see the explosion, don't you? Yes, so you don't see the fucking plane. Like, we've got... Thousands of videos of plane two from all different angles. You see it coming That's in. That's what it had happened already. So everyone had exactly. a phone. Too. Exactly. I know how. I'm not thick. I know how. But my point is, still stands. There ain't no footage of plane one going in, and nobody was looking up. Nobody expected anything. It was just an average morning, wasn't it? You would think that a, a seven been was, a uh, I thought there was. I thought there was. There were some firefighters that were yeah, trained. I know exactly yeah. which bit yeah. of footage you're on about. Is that I've the watched first? it. Uh, Dozens of times, yeah. you hear the fucking noise, they look up, and you see a flash of it, a second of it. It's oh. not like you get a big run-up of it going in. You see a flash of it going, and then the, when everyone, whoa, could have been a missile. There's, that's the only bit that exists. Mm. Could have been a missile. No one was looking. Pentagon was definitely a fucking missile. Well, exactly. <laughs> Couldn't that, be any more blatant. No. Put your no. tinfoil hat back on, though, boys, you fucking <laughs> lunatics. Uh, it's like 7-7 like seven, seven, though, isn't it convenient that all of the, the, the yeah. NHS was performing an emergency terrorist attack drill on exactly the same day yeah. well, as they, a terrorist attack? That's how they do it. It's tried and tested. That's how you get the confusion. That's how you let someone in with a bomb. Yeah. Training exercise. Order out of chaos. Mm. Yeah. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yes. You won the ugly motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> I run out of movie quotes. <laughs> inspirational ones. So because of the bombing of their hotel... If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what Sheila said. <laughs> yeah. We're not Christians. We don't turn the other cheek. We will defend ourselves if attacked, basically. So yeah. they went and bought... A load of 0.357 Magnum revolvers, which Sheila carried one around herself in a hip holster. 
Is that the most powerful handgun in the, the world? Wasn't that a point four four magnum? From this distance, could it blow your head? It could, no. yeah, it could, yeah. It's a, it's, either it's a big-ass fucking calibre gun. But it's the question you need to ask yourself. <laughs> did I fire five? Did I fire six? <laughs> I won't do the whole thing. Sorry. I'd rather have ten rounds than six, mm. personally. I'd never use a revolver. Yeah, but if you're a good shot like me, you only need one. Oh, sorry, I forgot your your famous pistol marksmanship. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> are we talking Red Dead Redemption here, or are mm-hmm. we talking... You, sp- you spent hours and hours and put thousands of rounds down target. Oh, yeah. In my spare time. I'm sure. <laughs> I can shoot like they do in the movies, hold the gun sideways, fire two at once in two different directions. Wow. Whilst backflipping. Why aren't you selling these skills of yours at the highest bidder? Um, who says I don't? You don't know what I do Monday to Sunday. You kill prostitutes and you might laugh. Uh, when I go off on my missions. Yeah, but they're undercover hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Are they actually like Russian agents? They are, yes. <laughs> Highly trained. Well, well, I take him down, one shot. There we go, Gart is actually an international assassin. <laughs> He's given that away on our podcast. I, yeah. Everyone needs a hobby? I suppose so. We've been yeah. watching True Lies recently, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I love that film. It's Quality film. It's a horse and a lift. <laughs> <laughs> or an elevator. Uh, that's one of the first films that marked the sort of turning away from the baddie being Soviet to being Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, wasn't it? In the no. 80s, it was all Soviets. All Soviets, yeah. And then the 90s, it sort of switched to nondescript, sort of Asian, you know. Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, nondescript. Sometimes just make up a country with Stan on the end. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, Normally. Yeah. Yeah, great. And then, you, then he hangs off a missile and gets fired <laughs> through a building. And that actor's actually Greek, so... <laughs> yeah. Still must have boosted the Greek film industry, yeah. those, those slightly sort of Mediterranean-looking actors getting work yeah. in America. Definitely. Because <laughs> they don't employ real Arabic people, are they? Can you say Allah Akbar? Allah Akbar! <laughs> no, 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 no. Better not say that too much. <laughs> Alan's, remember, it's Alan Snackbar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan Snackbar. <laughs> Fuck it, what, for years I thought it was that. Excellent film. Go on, Ben. Um, this so is the bit where you tell me that if you dropped the newsie down the stairs, it wouldn't actually go off like that. That part of the movie is wrong. Semi-automatic Uzi carbines <laughs> and Galil assault rifles. They're from Israel. Both of those weapons are from Israel. And semi-automatic, they're not fully automatic. Although they did later on try and get fully automatic weapons. Yeah. The police uniforms are fantastic. They're pink. <laughs> pink shirts with a little, little star. Peace force. Peace, though, the Peace Force, actually, yes. Yeah. Oh, they also had some heavier stuff as well. They had their tear gas grenades and barricade penera- penetrating shells for police riot guns. Peace, man. Peace Force. Yeah. Peace Force! What was it she said? She said, we're not Christian, we don't turn to the cheek. Yeah. And at that that's point... At that point, I think that's when it all started to go downhill. Yeah. But well, you could that. also argue that they've been pushed to that. Yeah. They have to defend well, their community. I mean, there was talk of... Persecution, yeah, you don't have to be There was Christian talk of the National Guard the fucking going in and storming the place. Yeah. That's the, the Americans' army reserve. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So the pieces, they're also bodyguards to the background. And who is that? I think the, the main concern from the outside is this is a religious police force. Who was their loyalty to? Is it to the law and federal law and you know, laws of the state? And protecting the people is their loyalty to the background. If he says to them, "Go out and kill ten people," because 
for whatever reason he's got in his drug adult state and they're going to go and do it probably yeah but Sheila claimed no crime and there probably isn't because they've got everything they need haven't they there's no you know, crime rates tend to drop in times of plenty of course because you haven't got to go out and steal stuff you've got what I you need people are desperate aren't they I reckon Sheila could talk me into an ejaculation without actually touching me. She just boss my cock in. <laughs> into ejaculation. She was very bossy. <laughs> she was very bossy, but she's the spokesman. She, and they're under attack. She has to come out and attack back. She doesn't have to. Of course she does. Well, they're fighting, she does, they're they're fighting they? for the survival of their community. Yeah, just like they're... Antelope did. He didn't criticise them. Because uh, they were there first. <laughs> so, first that nations. Mean, so you, you're a Native American activist now as well? Yeah, if, if the cat fits. If it winds you up, then yes. <laughs> I'm a contrarian. Whatever you guys are arguing for, in terms of audio quality, it's best that I argue the opposite, isn't it? Princess Diana was a really lovely person. I agree. No, you could be a contrarian. Really Not on that issue. <laughs> So you're what? She was wonderful. She was very sweet nature. No, you're being a contrarian. She was very attractive. Thought you were being a contrarian. She was also, I no. think, had a very deeply sexual side to her that I don't think was fulfilled during the child's years. But I think I could have. <laughs> I think I would have been. It would have been like guys wants to fuck It would have been like the Billy Joel song, Uptown Girl. You know what I mean? She never made it with a... A reverse pretty woman as you would take you off the street and yeah. buy you a suit and get, <laughs> take you to high-class dinners. Yeah. And then we'll both die in a fireball in, like, a tunnel somewhere, you know, in the back of my, uh, my second-hand metro. <laughs> as long as you got to have a tunnel, you know. Oh, I'd bring her back to life, make her feel human again, make her feel something. Oh, yeah. And the paps would just think I was like, I don't know, the bin man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I shag you remember that bin man all the time. She's got a high vision, completely illusion. Exactly, she's got a lot of, and she needs a personal trash collector because yeah. she generates a lot of trash. <laughs> You're a recycling coordinator. <laughs> Coordinator's a bit strong. No one's going to believe that. Look at him, he can coordinate. He's wearing socks. <laughs> Are you judging by your socks, yeah? <laughs> What's wrong with my fucking socks? Well, if orange, you, pineapples on. Right, orange with pineapples. I've already mocked your apple socks. I thought I'd mock your pineapple socks too. My pineapple socks offend you. Let me guess, they're not manly enough. No, it's not likely. Is it because they're pineapples and pineapples are foreign? <laughs> no, it's just they're awful on pizza <laughs> and gammon. You're <laughs> eating pizza off my feet. You've got <laughs> I can't help you with it. <laughs> Those are the representation of the... My socks are great. They're very jazzy and bright. But this is the bit where you do something homophobic. I've never been homophobic. You fascist. <laughs> I've been called a fascist a lot this week. <laughs> Shall we move on? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we call the fascist. Let's move on from calling him fascist. So about the police force? He's do you think not the, really a fascist. Do you think it was a? Do you think it could have been construed as a militia? Yeah, but it, it was all legal and above board, though, wasn't it? Yeah. They, they did it like the correct way. They took over the town. So many of them were um, qualified. Yeah, um, they went. They went and did the police academy courses and and things like that. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> there was police law. academy courses. 
Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't that many of these peace officers around. So a lot was, of people were trained on the use of the firearms. Was there a really tall black guy? <laughs> and a guy with a squeaky voice. <laughs> imagine having one of them boys on your Imagine having a Rajneshi on your police academy class. <laughs> Give me a shit teaching so he doesn't say anything. What's with your pink what shirt? What do you want like? me to do, you bloody prick? As you're speaking about the bag one, remember he'd stopped speaking. Yeah. Now she used to go out every night, eight o'clock, and she would go and speak with him and then relay his messages back to everybody. The, the whole lack of speaking thing, I reckon she was fucking sedating him. She knew she was the power in the town at this point. She's the one dealing with the media. He's nowhere to be seen. Possibly been. off his face on something. Well, I think he was happy with the arrangement. Let her deal with all the shit, you know, and he, he gets uh, some alone he, he time. Did, he did call her a slut on TV later on. Though, he well, they had a bit of a falling out, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Well, what do I think of the police force? I think even if it was all above board and legal and they had some fucking half-arse training in the field, I wouldn't have liked it one bit if, if I was a, a local. Because it would, to me, as a local, it would just look like a bunch of fucking hippies who took over the police cars, made their own uniforms, and started driving around with their own guns. It would be slightly fucking unnerving, do you yeah, not think? Would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even if they were being peaceful and they weren't beating people down, then it would still make your fucking arsehole a bit twitchy yeah, when you saw We live in a country that doesn't have guns. Drive past. Yes, in the US it is commonplace anyway. Yeah, you can have open carry, yeah, closed carry. Yeah. I mean, it's not trying It's a bit different. Right and like, what happened? You have to remind me because I, like, it's not a reflection on the program. It's just me watching it late at night as well. I fell asleep. Didn't some journalist turn up and was like chased and arrested, and charged with being a nuisance? What was he doing? Or was he a protester? Oh, that's a good question. It was something. He was. He was in the town. It definitely happened. He was in the town. And they basically just kept following him, chasing him down, and eventually they had enough of him. He was protesting, I'm sure he was. And they just picked him up, took him to the station, and like their charge was being a nuisance or something like that. I don't know if they fined him or what. But it was up to them at that point. They're making their own yeah. fucking rules, aren't they? The other argument against them, of course, is that they're a religious police force now in America. You're, you're mm. supposed to have separation of church and state. But what's interesting is I... Saw a few articles about the other year when you know there was that spate of church shootings, that mm. some churches were arguing for their own police force, and certainly one church, at least one church, has had the permission to go ahead and do that. So you have armed parishioners who've undergone some kind of training course, policing the church while people are in there. That sounds like a very entertaining Saturday evening drama. Um, Police squad, church um, squad. Yeah, <laughs> church squad. Let's turn Frank Trevin, church squad. If he's with you. No, he shoots a criminal and then he does the spectacles, testicles, whatever. Uh, of watch, course. Blows the smoke off the end of the gun. Amen, motherfucker. <laughs> Amen. <sighs> Was he shaft all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't have a black person in the white church cars. Church squad! Church squad! He's the man. Church squad! Jesus is right hand man. Church squad! I think Jesus should be a detective in this, in this TV show. Like possibly top. He should be, Jesus should be the chief, shouldn't he? Chief like Inspector Jesus. Chief Inspector Jesus yeah. wants to see you. Like, oh, oh, no, he's, 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 he's a fat bearded dude. Give me your badge! <laughs> 
I want your fucking badge. Your badge and your fucking gun. <laughs> Give me a fucking cheeseburger. Yes, it's an overweight Jesus. <laughs> overweight Smoking a cigarette. Grizzled detective Jesus. Skull it. <laughs> you cost this department two hundred and thirty thousand fucking dollars in damages. Stums a faggot and starts another one up. But, have your fucking bitch. But then at the end of the finale of the first season, the shooter, he's about, you actually find out he's a bit of a badass. Uh, yeah, because he walks across water firing machine guns. Yeah. He's got two There's an action scene at the docks. He's got he just... two belt fed machine guns, Rambo style, walking, walking across, across the water. The water. <laughs> and then he dishes out the wine at Shooting him. drug dealers off ships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Somebody Jesus. tries to shoot him, but he just puts up his hand and it goes to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Like shoots into the hand and he just looks at it and he's yeah I've had worse yeah. <laughs> oh man walks into a hotel puts some nails on the counter oh here we go can you put me up for the night <laughs> oh, the oldies are the best make sure your mum is that old Mike I'm <laughs> always for your mum she's a Christian she wouldn't like oh her. shit <laughs> I apologise Mrs Martin <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so it's a bit of, I think there's um, certainly hypocrisy later on from the uh, the people who wanted the Rajneshis out, mm. they also want the same things that they were, they had. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, spoiler alert, that city that was built by the Rajneshis is now a Christian summer camp. <laughs> Where they pray the gay out of you. <laughs> Probably. Suck the demons out. <laughs> yeah, they pray the gay out of you in the day and then suck the demons out of you in the night. They suck you off and beat you up, calling you a faggot. <laughs> you enjoyed that, didn't you, boy? Well, yes. <laughs> Just wish it wasn't you. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, dear. Well, I think that concludes part one. I hope we've yeah. piqued your interest for part two where things go predictably yeah. batshit insane. Yeah, that, that was the background. And, yeah, all right. It's, you can see things building, mm. but the ball game is going to explode next next week, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to explode like that hotel. Yeah. Not actually, didn't really explode that much. It's just a bit of fire. Yeah, so they blew it all out of proportion. We're still an attack on them. I'm joking. Look, <laughs> that'll do. Yeah. Right. Great news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So let's end the show on weird news and full Alex. So uh, what's the first bit of weird news, Mike? One of the world's most popular nude beaches is being eroded into nothing because too many people are having sex on it. Wow. <laughs> That's <some> serious action. <laughs> serious bonking? Wow. Bonking? <laughs> Saucy? Yeah. If things keep going the way they are, people are going to hump Ibiza right back into the ocean, apparently. According to both geologists and biologists, too much doing it is eroding the nude beach, S. Cavalet, which is part of the Ses Salinas Natural Park. S. Cavalet is one of the most popular nude beaches in the world. <laughs> Abitha is one of the most famous and hardcore party spots in the world. Maybe it was inevitable that the island would thrust itself into its own watery grave. It's the Atlantis of fucking. Fucklantis. <laughs> <laughs> The scientists who observed the sexual annihilation of the once pristine beach said the landscape and unique geological systems being degraded by people getting gross on the beach. 
All the sex, amongst other things, uprooted plants on the beaches famed dunes that in turn makes the dunes more vulnerable to wind erosion. In fact, this isn't even the only beach in Spain being literally destroyed by people who want to get drilled with an ocean view. <laughs> Multiple beaches are suffering biologically and ge geologically. geologically, thanks to no one being able to keep their stuff to themselves. <laughs> This is, in many ways, a fitting end to Ibiza's famous nude beach. You live by the sloppy ecstasy and liquor-fueled sex, die by the sloppy <laughs> ecstasy and liquor-fueled sex. Human beings have been destroying the planet using our brains for so long, but Ibiza is no place for the brains. It's just for hands, mouths and genitals. So, of course, your island is starting to be destroyed by dongs and clits. It just makes perfect sense. Wow. Uh, where did you get this article from the fucking, like, Hustler magazine? Rare... <laughs> There. Well, magazine. Is that like the new FHM or something? Must be. Whatever it's a US it. one. Ah. FHM. Fitting magazine. Yeah. Here's some tits and cars. Oh, Enjoy. Man. When I was about, like, I don't know, 11, 12, that was, like, some pretty valuable spank material to me. So was the fucking catalogue. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did use the spank to the catalogue. She's in a bra. You can kind of see her nipples. Ah. Risky. <laughs> What was it unloaded? And he had Nuts and Zoo. Nuts and Zoo came along. I used to yeah. buy them a lot when I was in Damn work. When I was 18, I think I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I was starting to read at work, innit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magazine from there. Right, well, I, I guess. Fair play. Yeah, the beach is going because people are having too much fun on it. Oh well. Such is life. We ruin everything, don't we, as filthy humans? Eventually. Bud Light offers free beer to any alien that makes it out of Area 51. <laughs> fair, fair play to Bud. <laughs> mm. It looks like Bud Light has decided to join the crazy and ridiculous September the 21st event. In case you have been hiding under a rock, more than a million people have pledged to storm into Area 51 in search of aliens. Check our last podcast. Yes. Yeah. Emergency broadcast. It's an emergency. It's still an emergency. <laughs> There's an emergency going on. So to stir the pot a little bit, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light's parent company, teased on Twitter that it will give free beer to any alien that is released during the Area 51 raid. Is that free beer for life, do you think? Or just like, here's a four-pack, well done? Well, we don't know how they respond to beer, do we, so... I'm guessing they've drunk it because they've got the bar. Yeah, Sam's Place. So I guess we'll just start with, maybe start them off with one beer. See how they react. What if they're hardened drinkers and they, they, the guy from Bud Light says, here's your tanker of Bud Light, and they go, what, oh, that shit? And they just set it on fire. <laughs> they just use their mind powers to just explode it. Yeah. I'm not drinking that. skull, we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will not drink this piss water. Bring me a tenant super. <laughs> That's it. Immediately. Bring me some Domestos in a brown paper bag. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff's got a bit of a drinking problem. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I really fancy some crack. <laughs> <laughs> I do like what they've done with the Bud Light can, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they bought it out, yeah. Oh, excellent. On the bottom it says, we come in peace. I'm currently drinking a Budweiser... Prohibition brew, alcohol free. I love how they call it Prohibition brew. Just to try and make it seem a bit cooler. <laughs> yeah, you, a bit less you should shit. be swatting around with a Tommy gun and a Trilby yeah. and a trench coat. <laughs> that's it. That's what, drinking that's your Bud Light Prohibition. The male psyche all over, isn't it? How do we sell non alcoholic beer to fucking men? Like, 
obviously if you're drinking it you're either you're the designated driver or you've got an alcohol problem right <laughs> one yeah. or the other so prohibition brew yeah you think of the 20s you think yeah. and now bud light uh, advertising to nerds yeah yeah Get nerds drunk. Yeah. That's not a good idea. The brains beyond society. <laughs> Don't yeah. kill it with alcohol, nerds. I'm oh, drinking Bud Light. Actually, it's hardly alcohol. Open your minds with cannabis instead. I will say that when <laughs> when when drinking non-alcoholic beer, you do realise that if beer doesn't get you pissed, it's pretty fucking pointless. <laughs> Who the fuck drinks beer for the fucking taste? Oh my god. You know, it's like saying, "Oh, I love wanking myself off." Not because I like coming, it's just I like the way my hand feels around my face. <laughs> yeah, I never come. Yeah, no, 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 I just... I get rubbed to the point and stop. Yeah, just, <laughs> just edge it all the time. Just put my hand around my dick and pretend <laughs> there's a point to life. There's a prohibition brew Can I try it? I've never tried non-alcoholic beer before. you never tried, um, what's the famous yeah, one? Calibre. Yeah, Calibre. You know, my old, my old supervisor at work, he must have had a bit of a a drink problem at some point because I remember we had this bit of a, a work party thing at someone's house and he turned up with like a slab of calibre mm-hmm. I shit you not <laughs> he was a drinker at 12 of them 12 of them yeah well I remember when we bought 80 cans of Herald King of the Brits oh yeah that lager Herald lager yeah. what percent was 2% it? 2% 2% oh, 16 yeah there was 80 cans was 80 I, cans I made this mistake from, it I didn't get you pissed yeah <laughs> I didn't know it's made what, from well water though mm. There you go. I don't know what brand it was. Purest English well water. Did we used to have a Lidl or an Aldi by Tesco? It was a Lidl, wasn't it? Netto. Mm. Yes. Remember Netto? Scandinavian for food poisoning. It was Netto. There you go. And we did exactly the same thing. We bought a case of beer. We got served in there despite being 16. Thought we were legends. Me and a friend that we went to school with, Chris. And our plan, we were going to do an all-nighter at the top of the Reekin. Uh, it was in the middle of summer. And then our youthful nobbishness we didn't realise that this would be a fine plan until it got dark <laughs> well, it didn't matter if it was the middle of the summer it got dark and it got wet and it got freezing cold and we just had a sleeping bag but we had One this sleeping bag. bag yeah so we were like huddled together with it like across our knees freezing like this was a mistake it was too dark we were right on the needles eye like it's too dark to go climbing anywhere or like where we're we gonna go we'd have to walk all the way home in the freezing We've got this crate of beer, haven't we? Exactly the same thing. We didn't check the percent. We're just nailing them and like, I don't feel drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. And then we looked in, yeah, like, who makes 2% beer? Yeah. Well, they did in fucking Netto or whatever yeah. back in the day. Absolute bullshit. Yeah, but you could get from Netto. The one thing they did was a kind of lager called Fax, and it came yeah. in a litre can. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's like, but it's a drink then, but, can of facts. <laughs> are you going to get three or four cans of that? Fucking litre can? <sighs> no, he's but, just... but the fucking ring the opening where they pop the can open yeah. was tiny. Oh, <laughs> you were gulp it. You had to really gulp it down, yeah. I've also once got like a trolley of alcohol that was for a big group of us. We'd just left school. Everyone had chipped their coins in and their bits of money and we got served. And we put it all into a hold all. It was my old basketball bag. So it like filled the hold all and we're then carrying it a handle each down the dual carriageway type thing. And I don't know whether we got grassed up or whether it just looked dodgy young people carrying a bag that required two people to carry it. But the police just came up behind us 
took all our names and stuff and then just took our giant bag of booze. Bastards. Ruined our, our evening. Mm. Fuck them. What bastards? But the, inter- the main point Your of bag the story bag. is we won, we got served, we beat Neto. Hey. But we didn't beat the police. And what do you reckon they did with that bag of cheap booze? There's no way it went in as evidence or anything, did it? Nah, no it got shared it amongst it the fucking guys. It was dipping wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, four cans for you, some cider in here, oh, shitty wine. Take that, bastards. Did you get your bag back? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, they emptied the bag. I think it was my Air Jordan bag, so it was quite precious to me uh, at the time. Fucking, no, I don't like this one. Cunt, anyway... Why did we go down that hole? I have no idea. Beer. Oh, yeah, we were, t- we were talking about beer stories, so it wasn't a complete tangent on my part. I remember when we, I finished my exams mm. and we went to the pub in Wellington, the Barley, mm. and he was like, just took, the, sco- took the school tie off, <laughs> yeah. jumper off, mm. oh, yeah, oh, you see, I just finished work, mate, give us a pint, would you? And yeah, yeah, and then everyone else is fucking walking because they get served. You, oh, you all work at the same place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Fuck it, hell. Yeah, they didn't give a shit in that pub. Those were the days. you got to remember, it was still the 90s, only just, but we left in 99. Yeah. It was such a different fucking... It was only, it was 20 years ago, and it was it was a lot different. Everything was different. And I miss it. It was simpler. It was a simpler time. I'm not one for these... I'm not one of the sentimental types who's like, oh, yeah, it's been 20 years since you left school. Let's all get uh, together. and Let's all fuck that. I don't miss that, but I miss the I miss like the fact that oh, I did, I culture was reunion. like like it wasn't just all at your fingertips. Mm. Like, like say something like two thousand AD or something like that. If there was a strip or a character you wanted to know something about, you had to go on the hunt. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't yeah. speak to somebody that you know. It wasn't everywhere. Things were few and far between. I liked it. I liked that the wrestling there wasn't. I didn't have twenty four seven streaming fucking wrestling. It was it used to be things were special. Yes, I'm reminiscing and talking like a granddad. <laughs> but no, it's a valid point. I mean, like we, I got into well, me, me, my girlfriend, Chris, all into Warhammer forty thousand as there teenagers. But that's not something I we found the internet. It was like mm. word of mouth that spread. Yeah, perfect example that is. You know, the little game and shop down you find the community, then you're like, oh fuck, yeah. wow. And the old world opens up. But even even rock music was like an underground thing, you know. Unless someone introduced you to it, you never exactly. heard it. Exactly. How did you find somebody had to lend you a CD or, or you read about a band maybe in yeah. Kerrang and thought, oh, that sounds good, I'll try that. Yeah. I can just go on they YouTube cool. and listen to the latest single. No. God, we're so old. We're literally doing the old uncle thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. what you're on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It's crazy though, isn't it? If, if quick things have gone. My life peaked when I got that Mega Drive for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, well. My life peaked when Kieran Trippy abandoned that fourth minute free kick against Croatia. <laughs> it's all been shit since then. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's been alright. It's been good. You know what I mean? Come on, there was that time you chased a group of black people down the alleyway. <laughs> Never did that. You and your mates with your braces on. <laughs> oh, right, here we go. Here's the, here's the racist part of it. I am joking. For the listener, I am absolutely joking. Ben is not a fascist. Doesn't like people of colour. Thank God. I'm not a racist, I'm not a fascist. He's not, he's not. I don't kill prostitutes. He does. I have started a cult though. <laughs> Moving on. Right. <laughs> We've waffled a bit today. Sorry, listener. Gals, this is for me. This one's for you. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. Then I will handle it with. 
professionalism. Some men are trying a painful technique called jelking. Are we all in agreement with <laughs> the pronunciation? Yeah, I guess so. A new technique called jelking to make their penises bigger. Written by Gareth Vincent. <laughs> hey, <laughs> invented by Gareth Vincent. <laughs> desperate times, Ben, call for desperate measures. And if you're smuggling less of a lap hug and more of a teacup piglet, then you are likely feeling desperate at all times. But desperate enough to yank on your knob like it's a lawnmower that won't start? This penis enlargement technique is called jelking. And yet, some dudes are down to try it. If I'm being honest, I can't say my interest hasn't been piqued. It has, because I have a penis that isn't the size of a terrifying Florida python. So penis size is on my mind fairly frequently. Is with, it? <laughs> with girth, maybe even some sort of fourth dimensional enlargement, if that's possible. We're all pretty much game for anything, hence why jelking exists. What is jelking? The short answer is it's just it's just yanking on yourself until you get your penis bigger. <laughs> That's, it. That's it, basically. Jelking exercises consist of waiting till you have a nearly erect penis, not a full erection. Then you make your thumb <laughs> and index finger into a circle and slide them from the base of your penis until you reach the base of the head, then pull for like... 20 minutes. <laughs> it's also recommended you use lube. That's supposed to create micro tears in the penile tissue, which will then be repaired by cells extending your shaft. It also trains the blood vessels to hold more blood. Boom! DIY male enhancement. Right? Just a little natural penis enlargement you can do while watching the Star Wars <laughs> prequels on TNT on a lazy Sunday. Hey, urologists and other medical professionals do not, in fact, think a daily joking routine is the key to turning your sad small penis into a mightier, bigger penis. Not only does the medical community not believe joking will increase your penis size, but they're also fairly certain it's going to, medically speaking, jack up your wang. See, what they've done is ripped off the um, muscle gain thing. When mm. you lift weights... Mm. It tears the muscle yeah. fibres, so they, they grow back bigger and stronger. When it burns, it grows. Mm. So when it grows back bigger and stronger, you develop bigger muscles. They're trying to apply that to a, to a wang. <laughs> well, unfortunately, what will happen to your wang is uh, if you gel on it, is a scar formation, erectile dysfunction, blood vessel tears, blood flow problems, problems with sexual performance and other side effects may vary may very well plague you if you decide to physically abuse your penis because you heard this is how people in the Middle East gave themselves big dongs a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's all we need to hear about the jokers yeah. of this world. Fucking jokers. Don't joke your cock, dear listener. <laughs> Just accept what you've got and work with it. That's it. Find someone that appreciates it, no matter what shape, size or width it is. Unless it's a micro-penis. Someone will appreciate it. Probably. It's very optimistic. Well, it's, rich they with they always say things. there's someone out there for everybody. They do. So somewhere, someone will appreciate that. A micro vagina? Yeah, there you go. They must exist as well. 
by by the laws of physics. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just I simply don't know. Uh, I think that concludes this week's weird fucking news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play for Alex. Yep. This is the, the favourite game show in this flat. The idea is that Mike finds a couple of random weirdos from the net and he pits them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. Because remember, oh. it's alright to go a little bit Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex, but never go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm local? Is it alright to go three-quarter Alex when you're on a bus shouting at strangers? Or a train. Oh yeah, it was a train, wasn't it? It was. Oh my god, Gaz. <laughs> yes, it was definitely a train. Uh, How many of them prohibition lagers have you had? What was I shouting at them about? Uh, the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, I yeah. tried to get them to talk about Roswell, because right. I thought they'll know that. Something sensible. They'll know that. It's right. famous, and you're like, no, there was two shooters, well, to be and you're just like me, shooting and pointing at him. To be fair to me, I had stayed up all night one night and listened to all the police scanner radios from the evening of the shooting, and yeah, I was a little bit frazzled. Okay, it was a little bit on my mind. Yeah, but the thing I is, had gone three we talked. We talked about it in the day, and I had slightly convinced you that acoustics may have given the impression of more than one shooter, and you were like, oh yeah, no. I understand no, that. No, that's your memory of it. I, was... I would have maybe humoured you to your face. Right. Because I'm polite like that. Have <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you never humoured me. It was secretly would have been you probably... You never humoured me. Fuck that. <laughs> I humour you. I humour you. We just humour you to say, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. It was fine. Those people weren't too freaked out. They were very freaked out. In fact, I think they're going to have a stop earlier than they were meant to. Listen, why would they be freaked out? A man who had consumed, conservatively, about 15 pints of alcohol. Uh, you or the guy you were talking me, to? Me, I was incredibly drunk. I think we drank more than that. Probably. I whipped out a microphone on a train, told somebody I was from some internet fucking radio show, and then just started shouting aggressively in his face to tell me whether or not he agreed with me about there being two shooters. What's wrong with that? I'm sure it was a very pleasant experience for those people. A perfect end to a lovely evening. They'd, I bet they'd was... probably discuss it over dinner to this day. I bet that shows he was echoing down the carriage as well. I wonder how that successful journalist that interviewed us on the train is going <laughs> Uh, I'd never read his, his groundbreaking uh, yeah. piece. I wasn't more than two shooters. Uh, I, I, I bet he's. I bet he. Wonder what story he's breaking now. <laughs> what a courageous, <laughs> drunken man he was. <laughs> courageous seeker. What a legend. So yeah, three quarters, Alex, and you could be a legend on a train. But if you go full, Alex, well, then you've gone insane. <laughs> now put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, all right, then who we got first then, Mike? Up first, we've got Perry Stone, newcomer. All right. Says that God will strike America with tsunamis as punishment for abortion. Right. Okay. When there is a birthing pain in a woman, there has to be a breaking of water. And once that water begins to break, that's when you know the child is coming. And an abortion has to go in and break that water and pull that child out. 
So here's what I want to say to you, and I'm going to say this. I'm standing here at OCI at this year at a prophetic summit to make a prediction I am not afraid of. Because one day you will go back to this DVD, and some of you will go back to this television program, and you will say Perry Stone said it on a Sunday morning, the last night of the prophetic summit. I am here to announce to you that unless there is true repentance, unless the corporations in America quit supporting pro-abortion mills, unless the American people and their politicians begin to understand that life is sacred from the beginning, we will experience a judgment of water in the United States of America. Now, I'm going to be careful with this because I have been on uh, a dear friend of mine's program from Branson, Missouri. We discussed this in detail, and some of you may have seen that. But I believe that when we breach the water and the water breaks in order to pull a child out, God's judgment with the same judgment you judge is judged back to you. So the judgment God will use against those who shed innocent blood and legalize it will be a judgment using water. The water will come through two methods. It will come through extreme flooding in which flood waters will destroy cities, towns, and land. But it will also come, and I'm very careful saying this, but it will also come through tsunamis. I have seen in the spirit, in fact, I went through a, I went through a time where for three years, every two to three weeks, it was the same dream from a different view. I was up in the air. I was down on the ground. I was at the ocean. I was on the edge of the ocean. I was up uh, in, in, in mountains. And I would see tsunamis that were so bad. And it was all the United States. It wasn't a foreign country. That one of them, and I, I don't even want to name the state, but it's it, because people will call me and should I move, should I do this? No, you better listen to God. You better learn to pray and listen to God is what you better do. And teach people how to turn to Him. But I saw this, and they, it was an ocean, and they were surfing, and I, we were screaming, get out of the water. get out!" I saw the wave coming way behind them. Nobody paid attention. They laughed. They mocked. And all of a sudden, the wave came in, and the next picture, just like a movie, was people in mud whose hands were sticking out where they had tried to cross. Thousands of people on a beach lying in mud. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand, it is not God that wants to do this. God is not in the business to say, well, I don't like you, so I'm going to get rid of you. I read where he's merciful. I read where he's kind. He even won't even destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if he can find ten people because Abraham interceded and knew that Lot and the family was there. God wants to be merciful, but at the same time, he cannot allow us to break laws that ancient nations broke and were judged for breaking. So therefore, at some point, if we don't turn to him, we have to experience the same thing. Please didn't say. That fucking podium, though. <laughs> that's like the worst little castle you'll ever see in your life. That's the thing you have issue with, it is. <laughs> you know me, I always pick up on the weird shit. But no, I'm, I'm, he's, he's trying to look serious behind a shitty polystyrene castle on some columns. It's, it just, it just added to the lunacy for me. And it's just this like is a radio show, though, Ben. They can't see that. I know, but that's why I tried to paint a visual picture. He's he's dressed like a fucking geography teacher as well. Fuck this guy. It's just usual religious fucking idiocy, isn't it? Physical actions in the real world cause these, you know, 
God's a merciful God. He doesn't want to punish us. But we've been bad. What about Noah? That's like that sounds like a wife beater who's like knocking her about. And like, <laughs> I don't. You're making me do this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? If you only be, if you stepped in line, I wouldn't be knocking you about. It's ridiculous. God sounds like a bit of a knob to me. Yeah. It's amazing how people in the 21st century still buy it, <laughs> believe it word for word. Yeah, and it's in America, you know, practically the Taliban. <laughs> Let's face it, it's a Christian Taliban. Yeah, oh, well, keeps them out of trouble. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Next up, Brendan Dilly spreads fake news because it doesn't have to be true, it just has to go viral. Right. And here's what I'm going to tell you, MAGA. I'm going to tell this to all of you guys. It's not your responsibility to correct fake news against your enemies. That's the fucking left's responsibility. Some of you guys don't get this. You don't know how to fight. You're busy being virtue signaling dickwads. All right? And I love you. But sometimes you're virtue signaling dickwads. Dilly, why'd you do fake news about Liz Warren and the Manny Plot? Because fuck Elizabeth Warren. That's why. I told all of you, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral. And I stand by that statement when it comes to our enemies. And... I'll make my, my fucking, I'll, I'll be okay, I'll make my bed, I'll lay in it, and I'll deal with my, my creator, and I'll say, hey, I'm sorry about some of that fake news that I spread against terrible people. You think that I, I know whether Megan Rapinoe is actually a, uh, a Satan worshiper? Of course not. Of course not. I have no idea. There's some stuff that makes you wonder. There's some stuff that makes you wonder, okay? makes you look, oh, she might be a Satan worshiper. Do I know that definitively? Did I did I throw that out there and get it to go viral? I had another dipshit yesterday tried to, he tried to uh, fact check me on that one. Why are you taking up for Megan Rapinoe? Why are you defending Megan Rapinoe? Whether she is or isn't a devil worshiper doesn't fucking matter to me. That dirty piece of shit is a horrible representation of the United States of America and our values. And if all I've got to do is link together a couple of fucking things that make her look like a Satanist to take some shine off that bitch's moment, I'll do it every time. A lot of you don't know how to fight. And a lot of you don't have the fucking guts to do what I'm doing because, frankly, you're probably better people than I am. Yeah, pretty much. What a dick. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'm just doing it for the hits. That's it. Yeah. Hey, the thing is, Alex does it for the hits. He doesn't say he's well, doing it with the hits. I think this guy's more claiming that it's not. He's doing it to take down his yeah. political. He's basically. This is my side. It. That's their yeah. side. They're evil. So no matter what we do, is justified. Yeah, basically. Because they're so evil. Yeah. They're bastards. So we can say whatever we want about them. It doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral. So it's damaging to them. Not necessarily yeah. for his. It probably is all about him if you investigate it deep down. Yeah. It probably is all about him getting hits. I mean, look, he has a mug in the background with his face and name. Yeah. <laughs> it's also got a, a yeah. Game of Thrones uh, house maga, oh, the Lion Crest. <laughs> they get destroyed in Game of Thrones. All got blonde hair and micropenises. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Trump as the guy that gets burned by the dragon. He's like, bend the knee, and he's like, no. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I will not bend the knee. House maga. <laughs> I mean... Nobody oh. bends the knee like me. <laughs> That'd be it, yeah. Nobody. <laughs> and then she'd burn him anyway. Yeah, of course he'd bend the knee. Save his own skin. Of course he would. 
I know, he's got them bone spurs. He might find bending difficult. He's selling a dodgy casino. <laughs> but yeah, it's, he's just a dickhead, isn't he? I mean, this guy's a... He thinks he's on the, you know, on the, the front lines for the fight. Yeah. He's fighting for the, the, the good cause. What? Yeah. What's his America? What's his America then? Well, he's trying to take down the left, isn't he? Because they're the yeah. left. They're yeah, the but what, what's, what's his ideal America? He probably hasn't even thought about it. It's just so consumed with... Yeah, but what, 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 yeah, okay, but I mean, he's gonna have an idea of what this glorious utopia is gonna be. Well, like. Whatever MAGA stand for, make America, America used to be. Well, you know what? So they're they're gonna drop an A on Japan and <laughs> rule the world globe economically for the next 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever his perception of what America is and should be, he obviously feels that the right. Are his home more than the left? So he, you know, yeah. and he's told to hate the left. Would you say he's Hispanic? Well, I don't know. Not sure. I don't know what's got to do with it. He is, well, he's thinking, you know, he's on that chopping block as well. If he is. Oh well, yeah, it's true. But yeah, all right, fuck that guy. Who's next? Well, we know who's next. We know Saint Alex. Oh yeah, the highlight of my week. So uh, what's he saying, Mike? Uh, he's going crazy about being set up with child porn in the Sandy Hook case. Uh, defending his alleged nonsery. Yep. No, no, Defen no. <laughs> defending the fact that there was child porn in the emails. Well, not that, like, he's not directly been accused no, of no, nonsing no. any children. Just um, I just want to be absolutely okay, yeah, yeah, clear yeah, yeah, okay, okay. for St. Alex's sake. Is Alex not a moon denier? No, he's not. He thinks. He wow, I'm pretty sure. He I'm genuinely he impressed that he's not. Wow, he's so listen. He's wearing a Apollo Eleven T-shirt with a American patch on the. Other. Actually, uh, interesting little bit of trivia for you. Do you know why the American flag is worn backwards on the shoulder of military personnel? No. Because the, the the stars and the, the stars should be on the other side. Yes. And that's to symbolise going forwards. So the flag is being flown. It's going forwards. Uh -huh. You're going forwards as, a, as an army. You're attacking. There you go. Another trivia for you. Or is it an erection in reverse? No, it's the American flag. <laughs> oh, you get an erection over the Union flag, guys. Oh, right. Sorry. And that's being flown forward by our... Awesome. <laughs> Aren't armies cool? <laughs> yeah. Death. No, these have any cool stuff, though, don't they? They do have lots of cool stuff. Very true. Right. I mean, yeah, it's weapons of death, but it's still pretty cool. Death machines. <laughs> What's all Alex got to say? Alex and his lawyer. Oh. He's with him. Wow. Who was it the lawyer who set the shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the listeners, they have to look up this video because the lawyer's face throughout this is priceless. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like women with big, giant tits. <laughs> I don't like kids like you goddamn rapists. F-heads. In fact, like this, you fucks are gonna get it, you fucking child molesters. I'll fucking get you in the end, you fucks. Now we're done right there. I know I, I know I should have deleted it on radio. Probably still went out. I don't care. You're trying to set me up with child porn. I'm gonna get your ass. One million dollars. One million dollars, you little gang member. One million dollars to put your head on a pike. One million dollars, bitch. I'm going to get your ass. You understand me now? You're not going to ever defeat Texas, you sacks of shit. So you get ready for that. Now, I don't usually use French, but I'm pissed right now. 
Or, Titus, you take over this segment the next. I apologize for my use of French here. But I'm really pissed <sighs> right now. And yeah, I'm not I get that. with this goddamn bullshit anymore. One million! 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 <laughs> but listen to me. I'm your lawyer, and it would be easy to listen from time to time. You don't ever want to create an interest in the outcome in a potential witness. <laughs> no, 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 I'm here. I'm gonna... One million! Because we all know who did it! You think I won't pay one million? I didn't say that. I just don't want you to create an interest in the outcome of if, of a person who testifies because they now have a, there is a contingent interest it's in something. Well, then why does law enforcement get bounties? Don't tell it was That's sense. That's different than having a contingent no, interest. No, 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 no. I, I want to focus on the issue. They that, sent me child. I want to focus on the issue that got you angry because that's a great issue, okay? What nice people. Chris and Maddie. Chris and Maddie. Let's zoom in on Chris and Maddie. Oh, nice little Chris. Maddie. What a good American. What a good boy. You think you'll put on me what? Anyways, I'm going. Total war. You want it? You got it. I'm not into kids like your Democratic Party, you cocksuckers. Woo! Get ready. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he finished off by saying that um, Democrats uh, have sex with children and cut their genitals off. Yeah. Democrats. Not a specific Democrat. Just, just, just a know, Democrat. Just Democrats. Well, what a job wasn't he's got, man. <laughs> he must be thinking, what the fuck? He's thinking how many fucking people listen to this. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd hate to give me him and like have his, his phone as he's sat in the back. I'm vibrating, yeah. the dressing room is buzzing furiously. As it falls off the table, just buzzes across the floor. I bet he's got no other clients, he hasn't got the time. He's just 100% Alex all the time. Oh yeah, there's no time for anything else. He's only got a team of 50 other fucking lawyers behind him. Does, does he look a little bit like the ghost of Egon? He does a little bit like Egon Spengler. I was looking at him, that is the ghost of Egon, he's now Alex's lawyer. But is this the guy that, remember with Alex's trial with his wife when he asked why he couldn't remember some, like his children's birthdays 
He's like, I had a massive bowl of chili for lunch. <laughs> That's literally what he said. I had a massive bowl of chili for lunch and I can't think. <laughs> that doesn't seem sensible if you go to court, though. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, I'm going over to court later, so I'm going to eat a massive it's bowl of chili like, so I can't think. It's become like a meme thing now. It's just like, oh, I've had a bowl of chili, so... <laughs> Sorry. Well, Alex is winning for me. Um, I mean, first guy was crazy. Yeah, all right. First guy literally thinks that God is punishing America with tsunamis and floods for abortion. That's your usual religious demagogue stuff. I think we have that every week somewhere. Especially if uh, what's his face, that old guy Pat Robinson's on. <laughs> you know, we get we get um, Brendan Dilly spreads fake news because it doesn't have to be true. It just has to go viral and damage his opponents. Um, He's just being a dick. I yep. might go with him because he believes that shit. I don't know, what was Alex? Because all Alex... Okay, Alex is defending... Because they sent him child porn. And he's not happy about it. And he's threatening the people. He seems to be blaming... Because everything has to be a conspiracy for his show. It's all an act. I suppose you could actually just quite easily study the email and find out where it came from. But he's preferring to jump straight to... It was put in there on purpose by the other side, the Sandy Hook side. They're framing me. The lawyers on that side are framing me. I'll give you one million dollars. Hunt this guy down and kill him. And, and then, his head on a pot. And then if it didn't, if it didn't make it clear what he wanted to happen, they got the camera to zoom in on his picture as he gently stroked his face and then smashed it with his fist. So I guess is what he's saying mental. A bit, a bit about the Democrats and the genitals, maybe. I think it's his performance on this one. It's what the second guy's saying is mental, though, because he's literally saying, look, in this political game, it doesn't matter if it's true or not, as long as it's about the opposition, spread it. Isn't that mental? Because that's just propaganda. No, just, no, I just think he's he's that deluded. That's what he... That's that's the only way... He, he, he's trying to get hits. That's what he's, all he's trying to do is get hits. I'm conflicted this week. Where are you boys going? And I'll I, see if that affects me. I'm going with Alex's performance and... The lawyer won it for me as well. The lawyer was, he was great. pretty funny. Um, but no, he's, the performance was insane though. It, it was insane. It was an overreaction. One million dollars. He's literally live on air offering a, a <laughs> he bounty. Like he's trying to set up the main event for WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? He's, he's hiring fucking Deadshot with that one million dollars. Oh, he hasn't got a million fucking dollars lined up. I was thinking that at the time though. He's got a million. Dollars. If it is true and that is his lawyer and he's sat there with him, it's that is just mental. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? I mean, he's literally sat there with his lawyer Egon. Although I still think the first guy... And then threatened somebody on... And then threatened someone like... Yeah. Sat next to his lawyer. Okay, you've convinced me. I'm going to go with Alex this week. What do you reckon, Mike? It's close between the first guy and Alex for me. Yeah. Even though we accept it, it's still... Cr- it's bad Yeah, it's yeah, but he's at the mental. prophecy conference. Yeah. You know, the all he's la- he's on the f- he's he said I'm first on on the last day. He's trying to make a, he's trying to make a, a fucking like the first band on at a festival on the last day. I'm trying to make a bit of a, a but I'm because it was a hell of a performance. I'd wow. be laughing all the way through to fair. It was like the opposite of Doctor Evil, wasn't it? Yeah, a million dollars. <laughs> a million, million dollars. No, I want. Do you think I won't pay a million dollars to his lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. He's really thinking. Well, you're paying me quite a bit. Which one you got left? 
with the lawyer's face all the way through yeah. it, he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> so he's thinking, don't say that, you can't, don't say that. <laughs> everything Alex said, he had that, don't say that face oh, on, so he's got this. Yeah, he's got to. He's amazing, got to. Isn't it? Yeah, it's just yeah. a spectacle. And the yeah. fact he looks like Egon. <laughs> he just fucking wins it for me. Okay. Uh, you got it, Alex. Right then. Oh, should we wrap it up then? We so, should. We should. Uh, join us next week for the Rajneeshi Saga Part 2, mm. where shit completely goes insane. It certainly does. So, thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Cutting the Ball the Post of the Apocalypse, Twitter, Apocalypse Ball. What else you got? What else you got? Um, on Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes. I've started an Instagram account, but I've only posted one thing so far. But we're on that. It's, it's, I've got a link into the Facebook account. I'm going to figure out how to do it. Okay. We are uh, Pockets Ball on there. Okay. I've been Ben. Don't drink the Flavor Aid. And, you know, don't join a cult, eh? Because it all ends with guns. Usually. <laughs> I've been Gaz. Subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming on YouTube. Free Biff Tannen, and thank you. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Oh, and don't forget the um, Solar Warden music on YouTube, oh, yes. which is banned. Subscribe to that as well. Right. And Apocalypse Ball on YouTube. Indeed. Thank you. Yep. Good night. Good night.